Happy St. Patrick's Day! Welcome everybody to episode 152 of The China Show. Yes. And once again, we've got a jam-packed show for you today. Cheers uh, to all the Irish folk out there. Well, we both have a little bit of Irish in us. I think so. The 23 yeah. and me. Yeah, yeah, we both had, we're from the same part, like Cork or something. And anyway. as you guys know, uh, Winston is a big fan of Ireland and Irish people. By the way, no, we have to... What? We have to do something special. And okay. It's a traditional Irish thing to do. You know, in the traditional Irish springs of green food coloring that they have around the island. I never really got all this uh, green stuff. But it's yeah, all about, you know, it's a green island, you know. I think it's all about like, whoop, wrong one. That's water Whoa! cooler. Oh, okay. I don't think he's celebrating St. Patrick's yeah, Day. Yeah, it's supposed to be all day. about uh, this. <laughs> Is that uh, my goal? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm a leprechaun, my dear. Here. Is that me pot of gold? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you uh, get a lot of Irishism, especially after this beer hits. Yeah. yeah. So what are you supposed to do with this beer? Uh, you're supposed to turn it green. Okay. Does this work? This is something okay, that... Shake it around and mix it around. Yeah. Okay. And watch we'll it disappear goes. because guess what? We use a green. Yeah, look, it is. It's disappearing. Look at that. <laughs> it's slowly disappearing. disappearing. Yeah. So anyway, I thought I'd quickly fill you in on what you can expect from today's show, guys. Sure. Um, we're going to be talking a lot about this a ridiculous uh, case in China now where China's Mr. Beast has been, well, erased from existence. Yeah, he's he's done. Done so. We, we're going to be covering a lot of the uh, very important things that are happening in China, including the arrest of Guo and Gui, you know, Miles Guo. Yep. That's coming up. Lots of other stuff Might in know between. Him as... uh, Miles Kwok. Yeah, as you guys... As... <laughs> the Kwok is ticking. <laughs> Some people... <laughs> You know Some people saying? have a fascination with pronouncing his name wrong. Yeah, anyway. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, Cheers. hey, look at that. Cheers. Now it's, uh, it's yeah, completely invisible. It's very good. It's a very good shade of green here. May as well not be drinking anything. No, that tastes a, good. I thought that would be a good gag. You, you did get Heineken, though. I feel like you could have gotten a... Anyway, tastes good. I could have gotten Irish beer. Yeah, you could have. But, you know, how do you turn Guinness green if you put food coloring in it'll just be black <laughs> guinness. <laughs> little pro tip here guinness tastes like shit <laughs> sorry anyway let's uh, yes. saunter right into what's new everybody and we're going to talk about what's new um in relation to china um and we do have quite a lot to to go through over here once i pull up the actual thing here it is uh, we're going to start out with something kind of interesting now what would you say is going on here um this is what what looks to be a very realistic uh, AI. Mm. Um, so I, for listeners, it is a terrible, terrible representation of AI. Again, when China says AI, they don't actually mean AI as much as something generated on a computer. It's like it's like something that they don't understand. It's when the Chinese I mean, government, yeah, talks, when the about government talks about AI, because this kind of thing is not AI. No. This is a simple sort of uh, input output type situation. AI, we don't have to listen to the whole thing. What I want you guys to know is that uh, People's Daily, and just play mm -hmm. it. It's fine. I play the volume. I should. Okay, it's mad loud. I'll just pause it on this rubbish. Okay, so uh, People's Daily, which is China's like fantastic, beautiful newspaper, yeah. um, known for just promoting the truth. Yeah, from the CCP. Mm -hmm. uh, People's Daily is full-on propaganda, and they decided to create this AI thing. They are seriously gung-ho right now. If you go on any state media right now, it's mm -hmm. all about AI supremacy. Like, yeah. we will be the future of AI. Everyone's lost. We are going to be AI forward. Yes. And I really don't think they know what AI is, like you said. No. So they came up with this uh, 
kind of like this, it's called like a virtual reporter. Yes. But it's not just a reporter. You can ask her questions and then she'll give you answers. But what it turned out to be was just pre-made answers to of stuff. Course. It's not interactive. I mean, if you're going to call this stuff AI, then something like Siri or, or you know, Alexa or anything is like way ahead of this. Google. Yeah. You know, like you can ask Google questions and it gives you answers. Yeah. No shit. It's called, yeah, it's much better than Baidu, that's for sure. Yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> the focus of this, though, is on the two sessions, of which, course. as you know, if you weren't here before, is China's biggest political meeting where they discuss what they've already decided. Yeah. And it's some semblance of like appearing like some sort of democracy or something. It's actually just their bullshit principles from the authoritarian government that they put out to the public. Yeah. And uh, so this is just, uh, it was just an elaborate, it looks kind of like something you might see on the internet from 1998. Yeah. I mean, this this kind of uh, virtual personality what do you even call it? Like an e personality, virtual, whatever. This has Definitely been around. Not an e girl, that's for sure. No, I mean, but seriously, since about uh, I remember them coming up with this stuff in like the the late nineties. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like, I used to have this thing called Hell. Yeah. And it was like this little thing you could change the, like the avatar into a woman or a computer or a dog or whatever, and you could talk to it, and it would it was pretty robust for what you could do, and that was in the late nineties, yeah. dude. I mean, they had freaking bonsai, buddy. Yeah, it might have been malware, but yeah, <laughs> it was, exactly. It's more yeah. in, damn well more interactive than this. Sure, <laughs> and a lot more interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, leave it to the CCP to take all fun out of everything. Yeah, this yeah. isn't fun. No, it's not fun. Well, how much of that stuff? Anyway, let's move past that because. Are we going to talk about the Baidu chat GTP uh, GPT? Yeah, this, this is it GPT? GPT. Yeah. Um, it's it's up right here. Okay, so, so explain what happened. Yeah, so I'll give you a little little heads up here. The Baidu is trying to rival Microsoft in their Chat GPT thing. I took the audio out of this. Okay. Um, and you know what Chat GPT is? It's AI. You can tell it to write a script for you for a movie. You mm. can tell it to freaking, you know, write song lyrics. You, you can, can ask it to, it to, to just equations. like, yeah, tell me about this person. And yeah, then it actually tell me about this up. person. You could use it as search engine. You could write, use it to write term papers yeah. for college. Anyway, very intelligent. It's constantly evolving, right? Yeah. Machine learning. And China is like, well, we need to get ours out before anyone else. Microsoft got theirs out first, right? Sure. Because theirs isn't ready. It sucks. And it's literally just a copy, right? Well, I mean, here's the thing. How can they bring it up first? They need something to copy. Correct. I mean, that's look, not a joke. It, this is the absolute truth when it comes to these Chinese government led, um, you know, programs like this. It's not possible to innovate this kind of thing in China because you just don't have that um, atmosphere, you know, that kind of place where people can creatively grow. You have to wait for something to first be produced and then you grab it and then you can modify it and you can make it better if you want. You can yeah. change it, add features, but you still have to wait for that thing to exist first. Yeah. Um, and that's what we've seen throughout modern Chinese history. Obviously, ancient China is very different. They're very good at, at uh, you know, inventing things and there's some some of the great inventions come from ancient China. But these days... Unfortunately, like the Soviet Union, they must wait for something to come out as an example. Yeah. Anyway, so what that happened? Whole spiel about gunpowder, by the way. This is bullshit theory going around that you hear in like universities, and they're like, the Chinese were so peaceful that they even had the power of destruction when they invented gunpowder, but they didn't use it for violent purposes. Like, bitch, <laughs> you think those warlords wouldn't have used gunpowder to wipe out their freaking enemies if they had the if they had the idea? Yeah. Are you crazy? Oh no, they definitely they they had like cannon things. Yeah, no that. shit. That's my point. Yeah. Anyway, going back to this. Mm -hmm. Um 
ChatGPT, uh, so they were doing this uh, live demo that wasn't live. Mm-hmm. So the whole point is when you have like these AI things. Go oh, back yeah, I'll go back to this. this. So, so I think it's quite important that this wasn't mm-hmm. like a, we're going to type something and get an answer. This is, we're going to show you a video yeah. of a pre-recorded thing where we typed something and got an answer. Right. So mm-hmm. what they did here was they were supposed to show a live thing. And that's what that's what's going to make this impressive is yeah. that, oh, like the audience maybe shouts out stuff to ask it or, mm-hmm. you know, it's an interactive experience. Yeah. But no, it was completely non-interactive. They lost almost 10% of their investment. Right? Yeah, people dropped. They were like, hang on while, a second. While yeah. the show was happening. It was yeah. broadcast live, right? People pulled out of idea. I believe they lost like $3 billion in, in investment. Yeah. And people are like, yo, this is terrible. And yeah. they even said, in the, if I translated, they even said like uh, in the, the live show, mm. they're like, yeah, it's not ready yet, but the market demands that we do this like yeah. to show you guys. Yeah, it was such it a disaster. Yeah. Such a disaster. Yeah. <clears throat> Another thing that's a disaster is the fact that they uh, couldn't even come up with their own user interface. Mm. Could they? No. Um, it looks, I mean, here's ChatGPT, for those of you who don't know. Take a look at that. And... Um, should straight afterwards have their Baidu. What did they call it? They have a name for it, like Ernie or something, isn't it? Something weird like that. Yeah, but look, the the, Ernie, the, yeah, yeah. the the user interface um, is exactly the same. You know, obviously just different color here. But if you look at the side and the way it works, they couldn't even come up with their own user interface that's different, which is, you know, it's pathetic. Yeah, I mean... It's just because it's in night mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, you get the idea. It's not very impressive, the Baidu equivalent. And Baidu is China's Google. <laughs> What's going on with the moon over here? Uh, so you guys remember we found this shill. Yeah, communist Crisco. His uh, name uh, Fidel Crisco. Yeah, Fidel Crisco, yeah. Uh, he was... He goes around with the... He doesn't speak Chinese, but he lived in China for like 20 plus years. Roams around, does CCP propaganda for state media. And he does it by... Jam it out on acoustic guitar. Yes. Right? And he sings bullshit songs. Turns out he's quite high up in this thing called Natalfed or something, which is Some a weird thing. It's like a communist cult <laughs> in in America, and he was arrested as part of a raid because they had a weapons cache and things. It's he's crazy. got quite a backstory. And so China's the perfect place for him because he can go and teach the Chinese people how to be good communists. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. But yeah. the joke there was that yeah. his uh, playing sucks, and we had a whole gag and a bit that you put together. It's yeah. hilarious. And, uh, we actually had a uh, a friend slash fan yeah. reach out. Um, he who must not be named. Yes. And uh, anonymously reached out and said, "I was so inspired that I wanted to do a cover of his Fidel Crisco song, The Moon." Yes. So he did a cover. Hey everybody, how you folks doing out there? Well, I wanted to get this song out by Mid Autumn Festival, but I was a little late. I've been pretty busy with songwriting and. Uh, this is about the Mid-Autumn Festival. It's better late than never. It's a little ditty I wrote called The Moon. The Moon. Mid-Autumn. The Moon. favorite part yeah the moon mid-autumn the moon wow just wanted to say big shout out to him um a great cover for a great song absolutely (laughs) really captures the feeling of the holiday i think Mm mm-hmm 
So uh, for those of you who don't know, Chinese state media, they absolutely love to do these fluff pieces. Uh, and they do this often. And, you know, I've been involved in these kind of things in the past. You know, um, what they like to do is they try to portray China as this uh, incredible place. And by the way they do this is they find foreigners that have moved to China or that live in China. And then they get them to tell their story about like how amazing China is. Tell That's, a good China story. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole point. Um, I was part of a thing with CRI, which was just focusing on South Africans and, you know, how, you know, they're living in China, what it was like and stuff. I've done this kind of thing before. Obviously not. Not sure. If you, if you watch my video, I just talk yeah. about this is what I do. This is et cetera, et cetera. But a lot of people are like, wow, China is so incredible. It's so amazing. I love every part about it. This like the alleviation of poverty. They always throw in propaganda points. Well, they, they're told to. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole point. You were, you were there before. Before you did the, state, the yeah. state media, before they forced people to shill. Before the ch tell a good China yeah. story thing even yeah. was a thing. You just did a thing. Sure. I did yeah. a thing for TV. I'm just saying like, this is what they do very often. Sure. But of course, the um, more prominent the country the person comes from, the better. Yeah. So if they can say like French archaeologist or uh, architect, I should say. I don't think you get many French archaeologists, to be honest. Why not? I mean, I just don't... I bet there's shit tons of French archaeologists. Yeah, they're looking through the menu in, in like an American diner and saying, this is this is rubbish, you know. This food is not... You know, that's yeah, that's their archaeology. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like with a beret. Yeah. Anyway, the fact of the matter is um, they, they'll find people from, um, you know, first world countries and they try to focus on those and they'll be like... You know, like the moon guy, they find him like, oh, American so-on-and-so-on songwriter, and they put him up there. Um, and here's where it backfires a little bit, because what you're about to see is Chinese state media going out and saying an American found, you know, this place so amazing. Now, let me explain something to you quick. Yeah. Uh, I put this together, and I yeah. was shocked mm -hmm. at the audacity China had to do this because what's happening is that because China is so unpalatable now yep. and so hard to live in because of how nationalistic it's become, mm -hmm. they've really pushed away a lot of Westerners, right? Like sure. a lot of people that are from countries that are say, yeah, I, I can take China's bullshit sometimes, but like it's gotten too bad. Yeah. I'm out, right? People from England, Canada, uh, America, right? Yeah. So they've run out of these Western shills and they have to go pluck them from other like developing countries. Yeah, you have to also understand that uh, first worlders, they don't need to put up with crap because, you know, you come from a country that's really nice and it's easy, even if you didn't have a great life back in the States or in Canada. You know, it's very easy for you to move around and travel yeah. and to go places. But if you come from, and I know from experience, from a third world developing country, um, you're looking for opportunity anywhere, Yeah. right? And that's one of the big draws for me to China was the fact that there wasn't a lot of opportunity for me in South Africa. So to go to China and find all this work, I was very grateful for it. You know, I yep. made a video about it and everything was the, the opportunity that was there at the time. And so I was willing to put up with the bullshit that most people wouldn't, you know? So my sure. Canadian and American peers, they run into one little roadblock along the way. Oh, this visa is too difficult to apply for. Or, oh, they're giving me trouble with this and that. Oh, I don't like this or that. They just leave because yeah. they could. Sure. But I couldn't just leave. So, you know, um, you will find people that come from developing countries will stick around and be will be there. Like you say, most of the first worlders, unless they're criminals or have a reason not to go back, have pretty much left. Yeah. You know? But you know what's important for China is yeah. that they choose first world people or Americans in this mm. in this in this respect 
to promote this Chinese propaganda yeah. because it looks so much more credible. Yeah. yeah. If it comes from a Russian person or whatever, a Chinese person will watch that and be like, ah, it's just a Russian person. They're kind of like on our level. You know yeah. what I mean? But if an American says it, yeah. you know, this is the bullshit logic in yeah. the Chinese government. If an American says good things about the Chinese government, it's so much more believable, right? Sure. So let's look at this, the lengths that they have gone. Yeah. To, to achieve now let's this take a purpose. look at this uh this american over here let's take a quick look i'll get us out of here let's go my oh wait what I happened i have been to many chinese cities you but jumped forward oh, i'm dude. sorry i'm sorry let me let me get into it okay sorry here we go hope everybody enjoyed it my name is holy my name is holy I came to China from US seven years ago. I am Richard from England. I have been to many Chinese cities, but my favorite city is Luoyang. My wife is from Luoyang and we live here. Luoyang is a city that combines classical and modern architecture with a long history and great culture. Ancient and modern reflections, poetry and faraway places. Not only I think so, more and more foreigners live and work in Luoyang. Over the years, I have integrated into a local life and I would like to call myself a local person. I've been trying to learn Chinese and it's been a very interesting experience. Some names of Chinese dishes confuse, but food in this city is very delicious. Like for example, there is a dish called wife in a wife cake. Infrastructure is very well developed. In past seven years, I've got my family here. Loyan has given me a lot, and I'm glad and thankful for all these years. I have witnessed the rapid development of Loyan with the elevated bridges and the opening of subway lines, making the city more convenient for transportation, which makes me proud of Loyan. Before coming, I felt that it should be more traditional city with lots of stereotypes, but I came here to find that China has unique cultural heritage and treats its guests like its own family. At the same time, there is a youthful and vibrant side nice. to this city that reflects the past and the present. I have met many young people here who share my passion and for music. They are warm, friendly, and have unique preferences about music. And this city, too, gives young people unlimited possibilities to persist their love and dreams. I have a home, a love, happiness, and contentment. go back to holy real quick can you yeah. go to the the part where he says he's american yeah i mean the, here's you have to understand that the title of this video was american expat finds new life in loyang or something like that it's this bro why the guy's not wearing shoes but <laughs> why though you know why i think 
he gets away with saying he's American. Why? Is that he had a stopover flight in Georgia. <laughs> but it was but he's like Georgia but yeah. he thought it was American Georgia. Yeah. He's like, I come from America. Yeah. That's <laughs> the only thing no, I can he's, think of. No, he said I come from Georgia. And they were like, Oh, you must <laughs> be American. Like, oh, he's American. But I mean His name is Holy, dude. If the why is he wearing a China they t-shirt? They really force this one yeah. down your throat, don't they? It's so disingenuous for the guy to be like, I'm American. That is a Russian. <laughs> yes. I mean, if he is American by some weird stretch of the imagination, then I apologize. But yeah. in, for all <clears throat> intents and purposes, he's not from what you can see. Yeah. He's reading a script, which he's struggling with. I mean, he could be Serbian. He's some Eastern yeah. European. Yeah. Um, you know, and you can My emigrate. Name is right? yeah. <laughs> My name is Holy. My name is Holy. I came to China from US seven years ago. You can't even say US. I know. He's a pooper person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a person. Anyway, he goes on and on. But this is, I found this to be hilarious because they're scraping the barrel. Yeah. Not for quality of people. He could have said, I'm from Serbia. I'm yeah, whatever. Yeah, why not? That's fine. Just be honest. Yeah. Nothing. But... <laughs> guy looks totally fine. Yeah. He doesn't wear shoes. <laughs> You know, I caught him in that I song Nuvi Goot uh, from, <laughs> <laughs> from early 2000s. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, they've done this is not the first time they've done this. So uh, they have to pick a, a first world person. I've noticed there's been a huge focus on Law Young recently. By yeah, have you massive. Noticed? So they obviously have a big propaganda push for Law Young. They rounded up all the foreigners that lived there. Yes. And they're like, hey, you know what? Maybe, you know, you know, they probably didn't coach him to be American. He no. probably told the kindergarten where he teaches English that he's American. That's, this that's is usually how it goes. So he's sticking to his story. Yeah, but I I feel like I feel like they needed an American. Yeah, of to course. Promote their bullshit. Uh, yeah, sure. Anyway, go to the end of this. I just wanted to refresh people's memories of uh, Richard from England. Oh yes, uh, you did. You uh, didn't put it. I in did there. export it in there, huh? Mm, Weird. Guess you didn't. Anyway, um, yeah. just to once again show you, the propaganda has no shame in China. Yeah. Hey, at least he's wearing sandals in that shot. He's very tall. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just um, yeah. you do find this uh, ridiculous. Oh, there he is. Without oh, his shoes. name's Holy. Infrastructure yeah. is very well developed. I like that they said that during that scene. Yeah. He's not even in sand, he's no. just like in a park. Yeah, it's very tasteful panda seesaw. Yeah. You know what I found really weird is you don't get seesaws here in America. What are you talking about? Show me a seesaw. I haven't seen one. I take my kid to the park, I've never seen a seesaw here. Show me a seesaw. Bro, there's literally seesaws everywhere. Show me one. Okay, I have, I, I'll take you somewhere. Okay, maybe when you grew up and you just forgotten they no. removed them for like safety purposes nope. or something. I'm not seeing them is what I'm saying. I'll, I'll take you to a seesaw All right. after the weather's nice. Yeah, okay. Just saying. I'll anyway. Take you to, I'll take you yeah, to a seesaw. Okay, I'll see a, I will see a saw. You will. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's Chinese propaganda. So are we ready to move on to the main segment? Is that the end of the... Yeah, because I think we're going straight into uh, the Mr. Beast thing. Yeah? Oh, yeah, so... we are. Okay, yeah. Okay, so let's move on from the silly propaganda. We're going to go straight into soft power hour, guys. This is our main segment of the show. Yeah, he is, he is ridiculous. No, they think you're ridiculous oh, for saying there's no seesaw. There's no seesaws. <laughs> Not in our area, anyway. Yeah. What? I haven't seen a seesaw. Literally, I know a What school. about merry-go-rounds? I've seen those plastic ones they've got here. But, like, you know the old metal ones where you hold them? What? <laughs> anyway. Uh, you know this, the city I come from? Yeah. Is the merry-go-round capital of the world. 
Yeah, yeah. That's right. It's literally where they're from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just pulling your leg, by the way. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. So, Pull guys, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on to soft power hour now. Everybody should know who Mr. Beast is. Uh, I personally don't watch his stuff, but I know the gist of what he is. He's Lies the most younger people. Yeah, he's like the most popular YouTuber. Yep. And he like buys. He'll buy like a hundred iPhones and throw them into the sea or something, and say, "Go catch him." They're yours, that type of thing, I, I guess. He also got like a whole <laughs> village, like cataract surgery. And stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. he does like, he basically does giveaways and charity. Yeah. That's his main thing, right? It's good stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm for it. I'm 100% for it. So he goes out there and he spends a huge amount of money to treat people or surprise people or whatever and get reactions to things. Yeah. Uh, and that's what he does, right? Yeah. So there's a guy in China who's not actually Mr. Beast <laughs> at all. But really? he. he that he's been doing a thing for a number of years. Maybe you can explain his, yeah, just, his 100 yuan thing. But 100 yuan, the by the way, is... Okay. Like 20 bucks. What is it now? Yeah, let's find out. Uh, 14 bucks. Wow, it's dipped. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. It used to be like 20. Yeah, so 14, uh, $14, right? You, this is low audio. You just have it in the okay. back. I just rolled this. So this guy, right? Yeah, he basically he got a big following in China because what he did was he started taking like a, a fixed amount of money, like 100 RMBs, let's say yeah. four, 15 bucks, let's say 15 bucks, right? Yeah. And be like, what can we buy with this? And mm -hmm. the idea was that look at how much prices have risen for things, right? Yeah, it's a bit of social commentary, but it was you know very like law abiding. He's not going yeah. around like questioning the motives of the government and stuff. He's like, yo, listen, stuff's gotten really expensive, right? Yeah. It's like, it used to be this much, it's this much. Look at how little I can buy with this amount of money, right? Sure. And then he would go around and try to find ways to maybe save money. Mm. Oh, maybe I should buy this brand of milk or this brand of eggs or like if you, actually this egg comes from the same farm as this expensive branded one, so you should buy the cheaper one. Sure. It's like consumer advice, right? Yeah. Um, I know that this probably isn't fascinating to most people out there but for some reason in china this has a oh, massive no, niche there, there's there's a lot to it because a lot of chinese society remember it, it goes it's, on forever oh, it does remember it's like it was originally an agrarian society and yeah the whole thing of trade and buying and making deals and stuff is incredibly important i yeah. mean come on you know your chinese family that's one of their biggest things to look for sales and deals and how to you know get the best you know, value for money and stuff. It's a huge part of Chinese culture. It is. Yeah. So. Anyway, so Mr. Easter here, he goes around and he buys stuff. Mr. For what? East? Mr. East. Yeah, okay. That's nice. cool, Mr. East. I yeah. got it from chat. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. East goes around and buys stuff and shows people how to save money. Yeah. So it wasn't about any sort of like, um, I'm going to go give money to people on the Yeah, street. but at the same time, it was in a way like, here's how you can save yes, money. Yes, yes, yes. And what, what I'm trying to say is it morphed into something else uh, but really only with one video. Yes. Right? So what ended up happening here was, if you, you skip forward, uh, you guys get the idea, right? Yeah. Go around showing prices. I don't think you guys give a shit about prices in China. You don't, you don't want to know what the price of rice is, you know, <laughs> per gin or whatever? <laughs> like there was a, one of his things he did here, right? Yeah. Was he would do the one hour purchasing power wage challenge. So it started off like, how much can I buy with 100 RMB? Yeah. Then it became a little bit more interesting and niche by saying yeah. like, in China... Or at least in Chengdu, where he is, the average person yeah. makes nine nine yuan per hour. Right? Yeah, nine yuan being about dollar fifty. Right? Sure. By the way, that's that's normal in sure. China. That's not a poor wage. No, no, that's normal. So, like a dollar fifty uh, per hour. What can I buy with that amount of money in a supermarket? Could yeah. could I sustain myself with that yeah. wage? Right. And so he'd go around and do that. But again, it morphed into something else. And we want to show you the clip uh, in question here. 
that the reason people started calling him Mr. Beast is because he did some sort of charity uh, type thing. Yeah, scroll, scroll yeah I'll scroll. I'll, I'll get to it. Uh, I ended up translating this. I didn't translate the whole thing because I'm just going to run you guys through some of the more mundane parts here. To give, give you guys some context before I tell you what happened. Uh, yeah. This is him talking about afterwards. So we'll go back to that? Yeah, we're going to go back to that. It's, it's not a big deal. Okay, okay here, here it is. So this okay. is the clipping question. I'll get us out of here. Well, let's read this out. Yeah. What is it? It's like uh, so. He goes. Uh, he's going to do a challenge in Chengdu, right? That's yeah. just an intro. Don't worry I know, about. but I want to see what he called it. It's like Chengdu challenge. Yeah. Find a random elderly person and take them to the supermarket. And use their one-day pension to go shopping. Yeah. So I mean, that's the that that's makes sense, right? So mm. you're like, how much uh, does your pension pay you? If you broke it down. Yeah, like yeah. so you get this much amount. So how much is it for a day? Yeah. And then we're gonna see how much you can buy with that. And what he ended up doing is using her month's pension worth of money. Yeah, right. as you'll see, he tried to like he he tried to flag down a bunch of old people, and they all like get lost, yeah, and yeah. they were ignoring him. And then finally, one woman stopped to talk to him. Well, let's just see, see what, oh, what happened. Like, well, I might Nigeria 孩子现在做什么呢孩子工程师他有两个儿子还在读书有留权那你平时花钱怎么办呢我去买点米我去买点米这样我跟你去超市你买什么我来给钱今天要买点什么我就是买点米我也没几个人咱们今天给包括买点
So here, yeah, this is the context: is that she gets 107 RMB a month for yes. So he's like, he's figuring this out during this interview, yeah. as his friend films this. And she's saying everyone gets that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so he's going around and like, oh, let's get some they rice, food, let's get yeah. some this She's really nice. She's like, you know, she doesn't want to take the piss and like get mm -hmm. expensive stuff. She's just picking out stuff that she would normally get. Yeah. Um, but he's and, like, have a little more, you know, because yeah. he's paying, you know. So at the, at the end of the day, he wants to spend her, her instead of an hourly, uh, sorry, daily pension, yeah. he ends up spending the same amount as her yeah. monthly. That's, that's the context you need to understand is that before he's like, I'm going to go find out how much a pension is per day and spend that on someone, yeah. right? But it turns out it's so low that he's, he's like, I have to spend the whole month's yeah, pension of course. on their stuff. And I mean, the thing is that, that he re reiterates here that your pension from the government is yeah. $15 a month. He keeps asking her that, you know, and she keeps yeah. confirming that, yeah. which is this is the embarrassing thing to the Chinese government. He goes on, yeah. And so he confirms that, yeah, we're going to buy $15 worth of goods today, right? You, yeah. You keep like, yeah. So they pick out some meat. She said, I've never had meat before. What she actually means is like, I don't eat meat. Yeah, that's, that doesn't mean I've never eaten meat it's before. It's kind of like if you say like, yeah, it's like... Uh, I'm dirt poor. I'm dying of hunger. Yeah. Right, yeah. it's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm dirt poor is a good one. Yeah. Um, so he picks out some meat, gets her an extra meat. He asks her like, do you have a fridge at home? Because she's going to have to put this extra meat in there. He bought yeah. her a couple extra pieces of meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is quite uh, quite common, especially in the rural areas. Oh, yeah. It's like I'll put my I'll put it in my neighbor's fridge because she doesn't have a fridge at home. No, so yeah. she's not going to be able to store yeah. the extra meat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so let's see. He goes and picks out some eggs for her and stuff, and trying to like basically get her enough food for the month, uh, so she doesn't have to ask her. Very son generous, for money. very nice of him. Yeah. And in the end, it ends up being 127. So that's like you know it ends up being about 20 bucks uh, US uh -huh. for all that stuff, and then. uh Actually, I thought this was kind of funny that the checkout lady goes, what department are you from? Like asking prying questions like basically you have to understand the context. You're not allowed to go around and film interviews with people. No. Right. This is actually illegal in China. Yeah. And people are paranoid about it, too, because there's so many notices that go out about not spreading rumors and all this kind of stuff. So people immediately get suspicious. Sure. And he's like, ah, you know, he gets kind of snippy. He has it. like mind your own business. Yeah. Basically. Mind your own business. Like, what? Yeah. You have a problem? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So Mr. East talks to, to her a little bit mm -hmm. on the way out. And um, he's like, basically right there, he said, like, what's your income? She's like, I don't have an income, right? Mm -hmm. So he's just chatting where they're on the way out and, uh, you know, gets to know this rural lady's kind of position, gets to understand her situation, right? Yeah. Now, if you looked at this from the outside, this is like the most normal ass video ever in history. Yeah, it's of a nice, it's a feel good video. Like yeah. you're helping an old lady, you know, it's like giving her a month's worth of groceries, basically. Yeah. In a day. So go on to this. I want to show you some screens after this. Something yeah. very, very bad happened, like right after this went up. Mm -hmm. This is getting a lot of attention, and it wasn't getting attention because it was shocking people. It was mm -hmm. getting attention because people were like, yep, that's what my grandma has to deal with. Yep, that's yep, my neighbor. You know, I, everyone knows someone that makes this little, right? Yeah. And uh, either that or some people from the you know the center of the city is saying, wow, it's so dire out there, and this is actually in the center of Chengdu. This is not a, in a, even in a rural area, Yeah. right? So people are like, this is sh a little bit shocking. Yeah. So 
all of a sudden, his all of his accounts, well, he had uh, his Weibo was big, and then his uh, Billy Billy was pretty big. Yeah, uh, all of his social media out. accounts got shut down. Yeah. They basically just wiped him off the, the internet. Uh, yeah. And you can see here, if you go try to go to his... Uh, yeah, it's still playing, I guess. Still it's... playing. Still playing. Still it's one playing. of your, you know, long slides. One of my long slides. Yeah, I really wanted to play long slides. He, he loves long slides. Yeah, this is Billy Billy, which yeah. is like YouTube, basically. It's like YouTube. It's got more like yeah. anime type stuff. But anyway. Well, it's kind of anime themed, yeah. but it's it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he gets wiped off of that. People are like, what's going on? So mm-hmm. turns out, um, you know, if you go back and, and see some of the discussion, people were talking about it. Yeah. And people are like, this is ridiculous sure is like basically people are saying in china have we gotten to the point where you can't even show real life yeah. uh, and the people started making jokes they're like it must be the american foreign forces they <laughs> yeah, like exactly. hired this old woman to pretend like she's poor yeah and that some of the best commentary i saw was really self-affirming for us and i wish it wasn't self-affirming yeah you remember when Xi, uh, Xi Jinping declared that poverty had been eradicated in China, right? Mm-hmm. And we said, absolutely not. I mean, we yeah. have literal video footage of villages that haven't changed at all, that are yeah. in deep, deep, deep poverty. And it's not that poverty was eradicated. What actually happened was poverty didn't go away. It just became illegal to say that there was poverty in China. Yeah. And we really didn't want that to be true. We, we would hope there was some sort of reform leading up to that, but that's actually not true. And you can yeah. see this from this video. You are not allowed to show that China is still poor. Well, not that long ago, we reported on that guy who filmed the rural wedding. Yeah. And the rural wedding, everyone's like really like without shoes, sitting on the floor, on the dirt floor, eating But it wasn't like a scraps. protest piece. No, it was just like, it hey, was a wedding. he was literally filming like a relative's wedding yeah. or something. And he got all his accounts banned for yeah. showing that. I, I believe he got arrested. Yeah, I think he did. Anyway, this is kind of where it's at right now. You don't know about the poverty in China because no one's allowed to talk about it. And when somebody does something as innocent as this. Yes. You know, helping an old lady buy groceries because her pension is nothing, may as well be nothing every month. Uh, It's an embarrassment to the government. It goes against this whole poverty alleviation thing that they're saying. And so what do they do? They just get rid of their problem by deleting all of his accounts and saying this never happened. One user, I mean, I just wanted to point out and highlight a lot of these uh, Chinese netizens here that the vast majority of them are not stupid. Sure. But the only way they can kind of uh, protest this removal of his accounts is to make make jokes out of it, right? Yeah. So uh, one person, based, if I translate this, it basically means like he deserves to be banned because actually he was very deceitful because okay. he originally, because like he's spreading rumors and stuff yeah. and he lied because mm-hmm. he originally said he was only going to spend one day's wage, but he spent a whole month's wage. So that content <laughs> yeah. should be removed. Yeah, yeah for, for that lies. reason. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yes. yep. uh, and I love the ones that were like, you know, the the thing that people in China are making fun of right now is the Chinese government constantly blaming America for everything. Yeah. And a lot, there was a lot of netizens in China that were like, oh, it must be the damn Americans. You yeah, know, exactly. No good. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely sad though, because his uh, response was really important. Maybe you can show his face to capture the feeling Yeah. Um, in, a, in the videos prior to this. Yeah, this one. Right here. Um, he, you know, to sum it up, he goes on and he made like an account on another thing that wasn't banned yet. Yeah. And he goes, all my stuff's gone. Yeah. Right? yeah. And he goes on to say, I didn't go out there to be some sort of great mover of society. I'm not going out there to be some massive famous like person that's changing the world. Yeah. I just wanted to earn a little money, like like from by making videos, right? 
and at the same time maybe maybe change society a little bit for the good yeah right? just to show the good in people yeah. right and if that's he was shocked you can sure. see the shock in his face he's like if that's what gets you removed here in our country and we get punished for that i i don't know what to do yeah because it is such a freaking it's it's a baseball bat to the kneecaps to anyone that wants to do anything good in china i think mm. it is this one user said it best he said he or she said if this is the, if this is where china is then we have to acknowledge what our society has become our society mm. has become a place for the chinese government where our government needs people to not only be apathetic but to not be charitable at all because if you're charitable you're standing out above everyone else mm. you're getting too much attention you're showing the world that China is not fully developed yet, yeah. right? And that's a big problem. So they're trying to beat it out of us. It's better if we are callous and hate each other yeah. than to actually be a cohesive society. And a huge thing in Chinese propaganda is that we are collectivists. We take care of each other. We are unified. Mm -hmm. We are nationalists. Mm -hmm. We love our country and stuff. But actually, the Chinese government wants people to be nationalists and loyal to the state. Yeah. They want them to hate each other. Yeah. Like, for lack of better words. I mean, that's why you have all the problems with the no good Samaritans and, yeah. and things like that, you yeah. know? Yeah, it's it's a very clear window into Chinese society. It honestly. is. It is. And the way the government works. Yeah. Why the hell would you block this person for doing something charitable like this? You know. Isn't it so indicative mm -hmm. that he, you know, he started with a very small account, and I, yeah. I, I had followed him for his like money. Yeah, I'd challenges. seen him, seen him before. Yeah. I was following him because I wanted to see what prices, like what supermarket prices and food prices. I was thinking about doing a video on food prices skyrocketing in China. Because they have, they, they have, have, yeah. And I was watching some of his content, um, you know, on Billy Billy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, very interested in this. And then all of a sudden, when I saw this kind of drama unfold, it made me realize, it hit me like a like a sack of bricks, that this is where we're at now. Mm. In China, there's no, you know, remember the gray area? Yeah. The gray area, you kind of do what you want as long as you're not poking at the government. The threshold for poking the government is now at ground level. The threshold is if too many people see what you're doing. Doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, it'd be unrelated yeah. to the government. Yeah, too many people, <laughs> if you get too popular, then you're, you're a danger. Like, yes. Shut you down. FS in the chat says the Chinese government behaves like a personality disordered narcissist. Yeah. That's absolutely what it is. It's gotten to the point where Xi Jinping has surrounded himself with so many yes men and there's zero potential for self-criticism now mm -hmm. that there is no room for change for the good. And that's this is, you know, people are always like, oh, this country this country's on a bad path or whatever. Mm. China is on a very, very dark path right now. Correct. I know we're using this one, one instance anecdotally, but it's indicative of a greater problem in China. Oh, yeah. Big time. It's, it's dangerous. Yeah. Anyway, let's... Oh, uh, the last thing I want to say is the reason that he started to get okay. the attention yeah. was because there's, a, there's a, a want and a longing in Chinese society for watching people that help each other. Uh -huh. there's, a, there's a need and want for that. People w liked that feeling. That's why that video was taken off. Yeah. It was a nice thing to do, right? Exactly, because everybody uh, understands this struggle. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> China, there's a lot of struggle going Life's on. Life's a struggle. In China, in China. You know, a lot of people don't seem to realize this. If you've grown up in a first world country or whatever, um, you know, things are kind of already set. Sure, you get, you do get struggles and difficulties in life, but in China, up until very recently, people were really struggling with poverty. Everybody has impoverished family members, you know? Or, or people they know. Yeah, and it's just one of those situations where um, everybody recognizes and understands what it's like, yeah. you know, at least of a certain age It's group. poor, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, China can look rich because you see those, uh, you know, those exchange students come over their Lamborghinis and stuff. That is not Chinese society. No, those are just, you know, government-connected, yeah. very rich people that come over. So it's like the, the top 1%. Yes. You know? The average person in China is not a grossly wealthy person. No, not at all. 
And this is, you know, this shows that. And this is in a main, a major, major rich city, by the way. Yeah, of course. Um, so anyway, is there anything else you want to say about that? Not really. I mean, I think it's tragic. Yeah, it's it's awful. The the fact that he's been censored and blocked, and that's something people have to also realize is when you talk about government censorship. This is government censorship. Yes. You know, this is real government censorship. Yeah. I know a lot of people like to rag on the West, like, oh, the government controls you, this and that. No, in China, they really do. Yeah. They really do control you. Um, and uh, are we going to talk about the TikTok thing later? Did you put that in? Yeah, that's in okay, uh, you did put corner, that in. Okay, excellent. Um, but yeah, we'll get on to more of that later. But please, guys, when you try to compare uh, any kind of Western government censorship, remember, you can't compare it to the Chinese uh, No censorship at all because they it's just apples and oranges you can complain about your government doing certain things but man it's got nothing on china i'll tell you that no anyway let's uh let's move on i guess that's is that the end of soft power yes oh, oh, let's hear a word from both of our sponsors oh yeah absolutely so first we're going to start out with most important most important thing on a bike trip beer and the most important thing for a healthy lifestyle is a healthy diet and that's why I'm proud to say this video is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day, and originally I wanted to give it a try because I wanted better gut health, I wanted increased energy, I wanted immune system support, and I, I hate taking all these like 10 pounds of vitamins and pills and all these vegetables and stuff. It's so much more convenient to take AG1 in the morning before I even drink my coffee. It makes me feel amazing because I know I just did something really good for my body. It's got all the vitamins I need. It's got everything that my body craves throughout the day. Taking AG1 is so easy. It's the easiest thing you can do under a minute. It's one scoop of powder mixed with water once a day. And it's been part of millions of mornings since 2010. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash ADV. That's athleticgreens.com slash ADV. Check it out. Oh, we're back. Again, guys, what, what Whoa, happened Whoa, you squished us. Yeah, I did. Sorry, that's this weird setting. I felt like a little Mario, you know, like when he, when he loses <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, when mushroom. he loses the mushroom. Uh, again, thank you very much to Athletic Greens. <laughs> not uh, the other Mario. <laughs> yeah, not, not that guy, please. <laughs> uh, absolutely fantastic product. Stand behind it. I, I use it myself. In fact, it's St. Patrick's Day, so we probably should have... You know, I know, because it's green. Yeah, Athletic Greens right here. Unfortunately, we're only doing the green beer. Yeah. Um. But we do have another sponsor, and this one is a fantastic sponsor, um, yeah. so stay tuned. Yeah, so uh, before we continue with all our topics, we've still got some great ones for you. Uh, there's another word from another one of our sponsors. What's in a name? And what's in an address? Why is it that your name and your address is worth money? Well, they certainly are worth money, but to the wrong kind of people. Data brokers. The underbelly of the internet. Have you ever wondered why, when you try to look something up on the internet, you're suddenly bombarded with adverts for the same thing? When suddenly you start to receive junk mail that seems to be related to things you've been looking up online? Well, this is the work of data brokers. This really gross feeling targeted advertisements and stuff, this didn't feel right. So I was super happy that we got to work with Incogni. Incogni is a fantastically easy product to use because all you have to do is create your Incogni account, 
put in your name and address, and they will literally go out there and find all of the companies that are using your data, your leaked data, your name, your information, your phone number, all this kind of stuff. They will find these companies that are buying and selling your data, and they will send them a document that says they're legally bound to getting rid of your information. It's fantastic, and it's something that I absolutely love to use. If you go to incogni.com slash advpodcast, not only are you going to be helping the channel, but there's also something else you're going to be doing, helping yourself. If you go down below and use that link and then use the code ADV podcast, the first hundred people are going to get 60% off. That's a huge deal on a product that we absolutely put our name behind and love to use. So don't forget to go to incogni.com slash ADV podcast and use the code ADV podcast. You might be one of those first hundred people to get that 60% off. Well, I got to say something though. Uh, we tried out incogni and the the sort of junk mail that turns up in my mailbox has kind of gone away. It's pretty epic. Isn't it? It's pretty epic. Actually I actually works. love it. It's actually not works. a not a bullshit thing like yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, actually works. Um, yeah. anyway, so shall we move on? We shall. So everyone, um by the way, St. Patrick's Day. You know people like to wear these big leprechaun hats all yeah. the time. You know, kind of like uh <laughs> Is that me gold? What yeah. I'm a leprechaun, me dear. So anyway, you know. I, if I was Jennifer Aniston, I would also be scared. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. There's big green hats that people wear. Uh, I'm sure you've heard it before, but we'll just tell people just in case. But to say you wear a green hat in Chinese, Dai Liu Maozi, means that your wife is cheating on you. Yeah. So if you wear a green hat, everyone will laugh and snicker behind your back. We always used to do that. If there was like a new employee from like England or yep. America or whatever, We'd always say like, "Oh, it's a Chinese tradition." Then we take them out to a restaurant, like to wear the green hat. We put a green hat on them, <laughs> like, "Wow, cool!" And we teach them some bullshit, esoteric, like mm-hmm. deep meaning. Yeah, I can't remember the story. I did, I did learn it once, and it was something about a like some rich guy or something, and his um, his wife would make him wear a green hat, and that was like a signal that her you know boyfriend could pop over for a quickie or something, you know. So when you see him leaving with a green hat, means he's going out for like a long time or something like that. There was whatever, something like that. But to wear a green hat means you're you're cuckolded, basically. Yeah, yeah, he's so, tucking around. Yeah. So anyway, guys, let's uh, move on to our next segment over here, which is Wumao Corner, where we talk about the haters and what they're up to. Um, and well, what do we have in store for you today? <laughs> you know, uh, YouTube giving a warning to YouTube. Because okay. Yeah. They, what are you going to say to YouTube? Sometimes they suck. Mm-hmm. This is not real violence. This yeah. is Chinese state media mm-hmm. trying to brag about their their female soldiers, right? Right. It well, is not, but it is not real. Mm-hmm. When I say that, I mean there. No one's getting hurt in this. Yeah. Okay. Why does it look like Kim Jong Un or whatever? <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. You sure this is in North Korea? I believe. Yeah, it was China, dude. Boom, boom, boom. But he's not actually coming into contact. He didn't notice. Yeah. Yeah, that's China, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the level of shit we're dealing with yeah. here. I mean, you know, like, remember I, I said, I called it, I said, I believe in the next five years, China's going to end up kind of like a North Korea with more money. Sure. We're really ending up in that position mm. these days. Mm-hmm. It's really just that. Yeah. This is the kind of shit you'd see on North Korean social media. Yeah, you would. I don't know about you, but I'm shaking in my boots. I don't quite understand what the purpose of that exercise is. <laughs> we have Kim Jong Un now. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? This is like this guy, Kim Jong Un. <laughs> he is. <laughs> you know what? This gives me Gaddafi vibes. 
Yeah, in a way. Training his, like, female soldiers. Although those are, like, actually strong, tall women, right? Yeah, yeah. They just pick some random yeah. netizens for this one. Yeah. Like. Anyway, that was Yeah, uh, so uh, just ridiculous. wanted to give you that clip was going around. I just wanted to highlight yeah. how unbelievably clownish and stupid yeah, that's that just was. Yeah, so silly. Yeah. So <clears throat> what's going on here? Well, People's Daily, as you guys yeah. know, is one of China's biggest propaganda outlets, right? Yeah. I always like to give an update on what people's daily looks like this is not the translated one this is the english one yeah they put out an english one and a chinese yeah. one this is for you to see yeah just always like to check my daily headlines here uh what is the banner there saying? xi jinping i will fully commit to the people and never fail them that's a I, permanent banner by the way i like how he says i will fully commit yes. that means he hasn't he hasn't yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm not there yet yeah <laughs> maybe one day when i retire you know yes well my mate doll yeah exactly but when it when it happens, I will be there for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just love that. Like, we are getting to very Kim levels of, of bullshit. Oh, absolutely. It's Cult of Personality. You know that sick song, Cult of Personality? Is that sure. That I don't know. Cult of Personality. You know, like, yeah, I know that song. Yeah. Living Color. That's it. Great color. tune. Um, we're, we're, achie we're achieving those levels now. Yeah. Did not have this under the last regime under mm -hmm. Hu Jintao. I, don't, no. I barely saw him. I think I saw him three times on the news. Yeah, he was never a big... He wasn't in the public eye. No, because yeah. it doesn't matter. No, nope. this is where we're at. When they, when China's drank its own Kool Aid to the point, or drank its own green beer, yeah. red beer, yeah, to the point <laughs> of uh, they're believing that this is what you want to see mm -hmm. <laughs> and what you will believe in. Yep. Number two, I wanted to highlight another thing on the front page. Yep. What do we got here? She's Russia trip to advance friendship cooperation. That's Peace. that's in a little bit, but I wanted you to look at the picture oh, there. What is that? China's thing? AI industry embraces new. Um, opportunities and, for development. Yeah. You know what I, I wanted to throw out there? Mm -hmm. If anyone with eagle eyes can find out what bullshit that AI car is, uh, we could do another expose. Because remember when we ripped apart their entire AI agriculture industry? We yeah. literally ripped it to shreds to the point yeah. where we, with the help of subscribers, tracked down the 3D models that yeah, they so stole. Yes, that they used and stole. Like, to put on a fake hydrogen power. They tried to... They yeah, try to convince you tractor. that they have a yeah. hydrogen power tractor that runs on 5G AI. Yes. yes. <laughs> and plants and like, the, the, you don't need traditional farmers anymore. You but it was just rubbish. That. Yeah, it's yeah. bullshit, fake stuff. I feel like we're, we're in the same boat with this one. What I see there is like a, I don't know, like a pet petroleum factory or something like that. Some other factory and a car that looks like it probably goes from A to B and delivers stuff or or does like menial tasks. You know that that kind of crap automated factories with robots moving around has been around since what the, the late 60s yeah. early 70s yeah. where this is nothing new. No. If what's AI about having a vehicle that goes from point A to point B that you can program it to go there and do something and come back. I don't want to keep harping on about this but it's very important that people understand when they say this big AI push China's leading mm. the world. You see western outlets talking about this. Mm. China's leading the world in AI. Yeah. <clears throat> They are attributing AI, we're finding out very quickly, they're attributing AI to like toys. Yeah. To like freaking gadgets that you buy on wish.com. Yeah. All of this stuff gets encompassed in what they think is AI and it's not AI. No, AI stands for artificial intelligence. Yeah. That is not artificial intelligence, a remote controlled vehicle or yeah. a dumb robot that goes from point A to B and you program it like logo and it's got sensors so it doesn't bump into things. It's not artificial intelligence. They're, they're saying that there's billions of dollars going into AI agriculture industry. Mm -hmm. And you know what that is? They're saying security cameras pointed at the crops so that the farmers can look on their phone or on their computer to see their crops through a camera. That's AI. It's not. It's just normal information technology stuff. Yeah. 
It's nothing to it's do with AI. IT. Yeah, it's a. It's just rubbish. They're making this, this name so it sounds fancy and good. Yeah, it's you know? just mm. like the freaking green technology industry yeah. in China. Yeah. You know, you say you're you say you're putting all this money into green tech and you build like uh, seven thousand solar panels in the middle of a forest that are not hooked up to anything, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're leading the world in green tech. I know, right? It's, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, they just go on about the usual stuff, complaining yeah, about Japan. and that Always like to give people an update of the front mm-hmm, page of mm-hmm. the news. This is kind of a little bit concerning, but it's yeah. something we, we very much have to talk about here, guys. Let's talk about this thing called dual purpose. Yeah. Okay. China loves this idea of dual purpose technology. Yep. In other words, it's technology that is actually meant for a purpose, but they can pretend it's for something else. It's Not- a balloon. Yeah, not that. Yeah, the spy balloon is a great example. But not that long ago, we talked about those green lasers, yeah. the lidar, uh, you know, shining down from a Chinese satellite into Hawaii. Yeah. Now the satellite's supposed to be for monitoring pollution levels, which, mm. you know, I, I guess if you really want that, you know, it's fine. Sure. But of course, if it's supposed to be monitoring pollution levels, why is it firing green lidar lasers into the waters and and the areas around Hawaii? Well, probably looking for submarines getting the topography, mapping things out, trying to map out the bases and stuff there. Um, you know, and that's the dual purpose nature of these things is yep. what they can do is they can say it's for something, but use it for something else. Yep. And this is another great example is by, again, circumventing sanctions by sending, uh, you know, these rifles, assault rifles and so on and body armor and things through Turkey and the United Arab Emirates uh, and labeling them as hunting rifles you know, but they're actually assault rifles. In fact, it's an M16. It's like an AR-15 clone yeah. is what they ended up sending. That's not a hunting rifle. Although here in America, you'll get lots of people trying to pretend that that's like my full and assault rifles, just a I'm, hunting rifle. I turn deer into soup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, I mean, that's it, it's just ridiculous because you shouldn't be supplying weapons to Russia during a conflict like this. Um, you know, pretending it's hunting rifles and body armor is definitely for military use as well. So you, you tell me you, when we go hunting deer, you don't put on body armor. That deer will f you up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and fire back and spit out <laughs> some of those high caliber rounds. Yeah, dude. You know, deer well, with guns. We're in America, after all. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I'm all for guns and uh, responsible ownership and use of them. I'm 100% for that. But you know, I'm not for lying about the purpose for something. Russians don't need hunting assault rifles. If anything. They can make their own. You know, it's a little thing called an AK-47. Kind of comes from Russia, you know. But when you're in conflict like this and you need extra weapons because you're running out, that's when you buy them. Uh, just to catch everyone up, this is a massive deal because China promised that they weren't going to supply Russia with weapons. Mm. That they didn't, that they they uh, honor Ukraine's sovereign, sovereign territory yeah. mm-hmm. and they will not get involved in this conflict. And they've been supplying Russia this entire time. This is just another little receipt to show the rest of the world what China's actual ambitions are. Yeah. And guess what? Xi Jinping's going to meet Putin again. Yeah. It's laid bare, guys. And I don't know why everyone's thinking like China's got some, you know, very, uh, what's it, quixotic, like crazy ethereal goals that have, they've been crafting up for hundreds of years with their multilateral diplomacy with different countries. Mm. They've knee-jerked in the wrong direction. Yes. And they picked mm. Russia. That's where we're at. I don't yeah. know why this is so complicated for people to understand. This is not some weird, intricate thing. 
China picked Russia. It is now China and Russia versus the rest of the world. That's we've, where we're at. We've seen them help Russia and break sanctions and, and help circumvent sanctions, yep. I could say, from the beginning of this conflict. Yep. And it doesn't matter what you believe in Ukraine. Uh, if you believe Ukraine's a bad Nazi harboring, you know, something or other, or if you think that they're in the right, or if you think Russia's in... That's got nothing to do with anything. It's about China being deceitful. Okay, and they have been deceitful from the very beginning. We can see earlier with the segment we did with the the pension issue, yeah. when there's something that China doesn't want you to see, they rub it out and they delete it off the internet and they find ways to um, hide it. Yeah, and this is what they do with this. Oh, how can we hide it? We don't. We want to send weapons to Russia. And by the way, the if you read the article of this, it's companies it's that are linked to. Uh, the Chinese government and the companies that are linked to the Russian government are the, both the sellers and the recipients. So it's not like, oh, some private no. hunter in, <laughs> you know, in he Russia. He likes to melt bears. Yeah, exactly, with <laughs> M16s or whatever. In body armor. Yeah, it's, it's a nothing like that. But what they do is they, instead of just sending it directly, because that could be tracked or somebody could find out, they find proxies and they'll send it through like, you know, Turkey or United Arab Emirates and they'll write on it instead of like high-powered like assault yeah. rifles, hunting mm -hmm. rifles, yep. in case it gets inspected. And, you know, it goes through all these channels and that's how they circumvent it. It's just deception, smoke and mirrors, you know? Yep. I don't You're know why. From the beginning. Again, I don't know why anyone's like still questioning the whole motive of China here. Xi Jinping yeah. loves Russia and vice versa, that yeah. they need each other at this point. Correct. They've created a, a new axis in a way. And the whole, remember the whole like Meng Wanzhou thing? Yeah. Where she got, uh, yeah. you know, arrested in Canada. Mm. When she got released, she signed the papers to say she was guilty yeah. of what she did. Yeah. And that was, she circumvented the the sanctions yep. to Iran by yep. selling, you know, equipment and chips and things, American stuff. And she lied to the banks about what she was doing. She was circumventing the, the sanctions. Again, just... You tell China, hey, this is illegal. You can't do this if you want to be part of the international world order. Hey, listen, this is the way we do things. We cannot sell things to North Korea, for instance, like that they can use against us in war. And so China's like, okay, I agree. Let's sign off. Now we're part of the international order. Then they're like, okay, let's just sell to North Korea. We literally just, were on the don't, border. Don't let anyone see. Don't let anyone see it. We were on the border when they had those sanctions enabled. Mm enacted and they go, went out there and said yes we're abiding by them 100 percent everyone's like okay cool everyone's uh, china's abiding by north korea's sanctions so we yeah. can actually do some damage to the regime there yeah. we went to the north korean border and we saw thousands of trucks that were parked on either side yeah ready the to day, go at night yeah close off the bridge yeah and then at night guess what fire up the diesel trucks mm -hmm. trade resumes not only that they're not supposed to be hiring north koreans nope. in china nope. To, because then the money gets back into North Korea. Yep. We met North Koreans working in China. Yep. Okay. Nothing, it's all full of shit. And North Korean minders from North Korea there in China to watch the North Korean employees. It's all just a farce. It's, it's terrible because you're dealing with a compulsive liar. You're dealing yep. with a de deceiver here, the Chinese yep. government. The great deceiver. Yeah, they are. So anyway. Isn't that the devil or something? <laughs> Isn't that the, the name? I don't, maybe. Uh, maybe. Anyway, Chinese government's real bad. Mm -hmm. TLDR. Yeah, that's a, pretty much the be all and the end all of that, right? <laughs> yeah. So anything else? Well, of course, we got lots of stuff here. Yeah. Up. Uh, yeah, I get it. But I mean, this is in... Uh, this is still like Wilmar Corner? Yes, still okay. Wilmar Corner. All right, I'll get us out of here. What is this? I want to tell you a story this. about this guy. Play this first. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Grapes. Very yummy, very tasty. I like it. Good. I'm single. I'm handsome. I want to find a girlfriend here. Please help me. Thank you so much. 
Look how good I am. Very good. Very cool. Very handsome. I like it. Pause it on him. Okay. Yeah, pause it there. It's fine. All right. So this is uh, James Cage White. It's a human interest story. Okay. Uh, a long time ago, he got really famous on the internet. I'm going to say 2013 or something. Maybe 10 years ago, right? Sure. Um, isn't that crazy that it was 10 years ago, 2013? Yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah. Anyway, this English-speaking Chinese guy shows up on Vine. Mm. Remember Vine? Mm-hmm. Is it Twitter-owned? I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, anyway, it's kind of like TikTok before TikTok, right? Yeah. And he shows up on these short media websites, and he his catchphrase is very cool, very swag, I like it. And he took the world by storm. People thought he was funny, and mm. you know, was, he would he'd go through life. He's very clearly like... I'm going to say definitely, probably, I'm going to say probably on the spectrum, right? Okay. But it was, he's charming, right? Yeah. And, and he was funny. funny. He'd always pick a funny little instance. I like dogs. Very cool. Very swag. I like him. Pet a dog, right? right? Very simple content. But then people kept following him even after right. Vine and like he moved on to TikTok, to YouTube, to Twitter. And he has, obviously has a VPN. Yeah. He's from <clears throat> Northeastern China. He's from Qingdao. Right. And uh, we watched him <clears throat> turn from this guy that's doing funny stuff, you know, walking around saying very cool, very swag. I like it too. He's in this arranged marriage, and he starts telling details about his life, and it really, like, it becomes a soap opera, really. Right. Ends up in this uh, arranged marriage, has a kid that he names Charles Peter. Okay. Everyone's, like, latching onto him and his family and stuff, and then he tells his the internet, his fans, like, what's the drama of his wife, and all this kind of stuff, right? It becomes yeah. this real-life soap opera. And, uh... Guess his wife leaves him, <laughs> takes okay. the kid, it becomes this horribly depressing thing, and he starts e-begging. Okay. He gets addicted to Steam games and porn. Okay. Just then... like crashing down, right? Very worth looking into. James Cage White. Interesting story. Right. People have done documentaries about him. Anyway, he had a post the other day, which I found was absolutely hilarious and brought back some old China energy. Okay. Because, you know, if China's famous for anything, it's going to be knockoffs. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Knockoff luxury goods. Yeah. Let's have a look at this oh, one. Oh, this motorbike. Yeah. It looks very real, very cool, very swag. I like it. So this is uh, his his post here. I guess this is a ripoff of Canada Goose. Okay, yeah. you know Canada Goose jackets? Yeah, of course. Very uh, very well known. Very popular with the Asians. Mm, like yeah. Asian people love that love that jacket. Well, they're famous mm. in China. It's one of those things. If you're going to get a warm jacket, it's like the LV of jackets. Yes, right? So the rich it's people expensive. buy them. Yeah. It's got real wolf fur, coyote yeah. fur, something on it. Yeah. Um, the coyote. It doesn't have goose in it. Yeah, on the on the edge. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna. Like, no, you're putting like stuff, stuffing it with like no. coyote fur. No, my, you know, around the hood. Yeah, okay. It's not you. like goose feathers hanging. Out <laughs> no, no. Yeah, right. I guess not. I guess not. That would be some other thing. Yeah. That's a different yeah. culture. Right, right, right. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> they stuffed this this shit with goose feathers. Right? Yeah, yeah. I had a Canada goose jacket. Nice. My wife, my wife bought me one. Ages ago, it's very expensive. Yeah, not something I would normally buy. Anyway, very popular in China slash when Asian people go to cold countries, right? Yeah, they, they buy these if they have money. And he had one. He's not even trying to make a joke here. Yeah, I guess he got a knockoff version of that. It's been a while since I've seen knockoffs. We don't live in China anymore. I don't see yeah. knockoffs that much anymore. But yeah, uh, this one is called Goldercock, mm-hmm. um, which has a Canadian leaf that is the German flag. Yes, it yeah. says skiing mm-hmm. Alps. <laughs> I know, and has. A rooster. A rooster. That is red, not gold. Golder cock. <laughs> but I like that it's golder. Yeah. It's, it's more golder gold. than a normal. Yeah, it's more gold than a normal <laughs> normal one, yeah. That was great. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, anyway. Uh, that was like a very big lead up to a little joke. Because I want people, if they're interested, to go check them out. It's, All right. a, it's a fascinating story of a, mm. of a Chinese guy with a VPN that's been on the Western internet for 10 plus years now. Yeah. Pretty gotcha. funny. 
Excellent. So I guess it's time for us to move on then to worldview, guys. This is where we talk about everything in the world that has got something to do with China. Um, There's something we do before that, though. mm, Yeah, that is true. If this does actually work. Man, you like these gaps to be long. I like a good gap. Yeah. Just let you know. Bridge the gap. Take a take a breather. <laughs> Guys, we had such a lot of fun this Monday. Oh, we did. Um, now, okay, we just got to show you this. And if you want to know the context behind this next clip, you're going to have to go Is watch it? the show. Okay? <laughs> Let's take a look at this quickly, all right? Some of us don't know English properly. Can and then uh, we can only come and say, Honorable Hong, 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 like that. Honorable Matisa. Yes. Hong, Hong, Hong. Honorable Matisa. Hong, Hong. Honorable Matisa. That's the only thing that she knows. Honorable Matisa. Hold on. Yeah, hold okay. <laughs> so can you pause it on him? Yeah, Hon- yeah. The, he's known as the Honorable Magician. Yeah, Honorable Madisha. Yeah. Yeah, Magician. <laughs> okay, as, sure. As the subscribers have yeah, declared. Yeah. This has got to be one of the most absurd things I've ever seen in my life. And I wanted you guys to know that we have a show every Monday. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's on uh, Patreon. It'll come up. Oh, yeah. Patreon.com forward slash ADB podcast. And what we do is every Monday we have another show. So this is our Friday show. We have a Monday show. It's totally separate, it's Mm -hmm. a whole show. Yeah. Uh, half of the half of the show we do uh, a full on topic, usually expose type stuff, stuff that we can't put on YouTube because we're probably yeah. get in trouble <laughs> i don't sure. know like dicey stuff mm-hmm. um we've exposed the sex doll industry in china we've exposed the fake alcohol industry in china yeah. we do full-on things there yeah it's usually stuff that's just not it's not related to like right now in the news things it's yeah and like you say it's things that we can't really show yeah uh, you know publicly it's definitely YouTube. a spicier show sure. Sure. Than, than the China show. But anyway, mm-hmm. I digress because we also don't only necessarily cover 100% China issues yeah. because you brought us straight in behind the doors of the South African yeah, parliament. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to share some of my homegrown, you know, politicians. Yes. And so we, we did the, the Dude, Hong Hong thing. The South African parliament is lit. <laughs> it is the funnest place in the world. Yeah. I would love to be a part of it. It's just I would hilarious. love to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> and in this show, you will be able to be a fly on the wall. Yeah, so if you want to know anything, like what's going on with this Hong Hong thing, you'll have to watch the show from uh, Monday. It's outlandish. Monday. Yeah. We had, I just want to say, the people that had joined in were like, what are we watching? And then after they finished the clip, everyone walked away absolutely <laughs> in love with this, this show. <laughs> yeah, the Honorable Magician. I Honorable magician, and the whole debate that goes down here is fascinating. Yeah, it is. Anyway, what we did on this week's show is we had a soundbite elimination challenge. Yeah, well, let's let's take a look at the the rest of it. Hong, Hong, like that. Honorable Matisa. Yes. Hong, Hong, Hong. Honorable Matisa. Hong, Hong. Honorable Matisa. That's the only thing that she knows. Honorable Matisa. Sound, soundbite bracket championship elimination. The whole point is at the end to find out what is the best soundbite of the China show lore. Nice. Wow, dude, it's what? the 50-50. I'll just split. Wow, so good. Oh, who's the winner? Wow. So good. That's a close one. <laughs> That's insane. Look at this poll result, guys. That's bloody outrageous. It is neck and neck, guys. Okay, so- it is literally down to the wire here, guys. Wow. That's a little too much for me. Oh, oh, the final vote came in. And it's 51 to 49% with a victory for. Was it there? Sure. So you guys know we love a good soundbite mm. on this show. And one thing that makes our show special is that our soundbites usually come with video clips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a very like uh, media forward yeah. soundbites. And uh, we went through every historical soundbite on the China show. 
and we had a live updated bracket, kind of like you yeah. would do in like March Madness or a sports competition. Yeah. And we pitted them against each other in a random seed. And then it, you guys voted on every single competition until yeah. we weeded all of them out and came up with a winner. Yeah, so we have the winner, which we're not going to tell you. Yes. Um, Please don't spoil it if you're a part of the show. Yeah, exactly. But uh, if you want to know the actual winner, and this is actually going to change the way we're going to deal with the uh, soundboard yeah. in, in the near future because we have to rearrange it to put the most popular ones back. Yeah. And we'll be adding. We're going to be adding yeah. them. I mean, like I did add... Which one did I add? I added this... You know, water cooler diplomacy. I just added that one. There'll be more that'll be added, of yeah. course. Um, but that's what Monday's show was all about. It anyway. was so fun, seriously. Yeah, and super it, fun. If you join, we did not edit like no. that. No, <laughs> there's a bug. Yeah. Um, if Wait, you... <laughs> well, one more, one oh, more sorry. thing though. I withdraw that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Oh, we throw it. Uh, <laughs> he can hold it back, can he? He can hold it back. Wait, one more time. One more time. Yeah. This is him with dry. Yeah. I withdraw that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Oh, we throw it. Honorable Matisha. <laughs> she's so mad yeah she's so salty honorable yeah. magician is a real real dick yeah exactly anyway like i said if you want to know more about the 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 hong hong honorable magician thing uh yeah check out uh Xiaobanho. you can go to yeah. patreon.com forward slash adv podcast and join the uh Xiaobanho tier if you have the means of course David um, LePen said, I would draw the truth. <laughs> I would yeah. draw this truth. Yes. I would draw uh, please, this truth. please join yeah. because not only is it the best way to, to support the channel, but also you get access to all 30, now 35 episodes. 37. 37 it? episodes. You can go back and literally watch all of them. They're all on the Patreon feed. Yeah. And we, we also have an audio only tier as well. So if you want to just listen to it, you can listen to it too. It's a half price. Yeah. So half price, you get the audio version. Mm -hmm. Full price, you get to be part of the live show and the video version. Yeah. Definitely check it out. I highly recommend you. I, if, if you do anything, at least sign up for this uh, soundbite battle yeah. and home. Yeah, it was fun. Mr. Home. Super, super fun. All yeah. right. So uh, what are we doing here? This is still Worldview, right? So yes. um, what did Wang Wenbin have to say? Let's see. Okay, let's see. Chinese for this is the subtitle Chinese foreign minister ministry spokesman Wang Wenbin accused the U.S. of spreading disinformation and suppressing TikTok. Let's Who's Wang Wenbin? Oh, that's... Uh, that's right Sorry. he's moister wong moister wong <laughs> yeah basically he's the as you know the foreign ministry spokesperson yeah so what do you have to say shujianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianquanqianqu
which is what China does. So what they're saying is the U.S. shouldn't claim national security issues yeah. for stopping TikTok. Yes. Right. That, that's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. That's what it boils down to. Yeah. I think if you watched this and you had zero context, yeah. you would be like, all right, all right, sure. Interest of fairness, you know, fair mm-hmm. free trade, open trade. You guys understand how insane this is? Yeah. Go to my slide. Yeah, well, just a couple more things he says here. The U.S. has yet to present evidence that TikTok's threat threatens its national security. What are you talking about? You know, China's yet to present evidence that Instagram, you know, threatens its national security yeah. or Facebook yeah. or yeah. anything. You know what that reminds me of? Uh, people that say, yeah. mainstream media didn't talk about that, you know, yeah. just, and it's on like the cover of New oh, York CNN, Times. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah. The U.S. should stop spreading disinformation about data security. Stop unreasonably suppressing the relevant company and provide an open, fair... And non-discriminatory environment for foreign businesses to invest and operate in the U.S. How about doing that in China? There's no open, fair, honest, and non-discriminatory environment for foreign companies yeah, and businesses to, to invest in, and operate in the U.S. Yeah, it's just, the wording is just it's... absolutely ridiculous. Okay, Mr. Wang Wenbin. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Water Cooler Diplomacy. Yeah. You've claimed that the U.S. can't block or force the sale of TikTok because it's unfair, mm. right? And you can't use national security as an excuse to do yeah. that, right? And yet, China, the Chinese government for whom you're speaking about, yeah, on behalf of blocks, Facebook, Google, Pinterest, Quora, Twitter, Line, Netflix, YouTube, Reddit, Wikipedia, WhatsApp, Drop to Instagram, Dropbox. Yeah. Drop I mean, this is literally just a, t- a taste. This yeah, is like yeah. a, an appetizer. Spotify, yeah. Uh, try 70% of the internet, Yeah, right? You're talking about, uh, speaking on behalf of the country that blocks Slack. all of these things and then nobody, nobody's complaining about having no access to China. They block, they have blocked all of this. Yeah. Not with the interest of national security, just for no reason. Just because they want to censor this stuff for their own people. I mean, also... There's another thing. Let's just say, I don't know, um, Netflix gets blocked in China, right? You don't have Biden sending out the secretary yeah, press yeah. release to yeah. say China should not interfere with the free, you know, open spread of Netflix into your country. You know, people keep saying like... Netflix isn't a psyop. It isn't actually like part of the government, right? You know, people keep saying like, or people in the Chinese government keep saying, TikTok has nothing to do with the Chinese government. Stop blocking this. It's unfair. If you have the Chinese state going out on the highest of highest levels of diplomacy yeah. in their media channels saying, don't block TikTok, then I think you got your answer laid bare. You know what else is blocked in China? <laughs> what? TikTok. Yeah, next slide, please. <laughs> the absolute, you know, just in case you thought that every other app being blocked wasn't hypocritical enough, <laughs> yeah. China blocks TikTok. Yeah. They block TikTok. They do. They're saying American government don't block TikTok. It's but not they, fair. Blocked... they block TikTok. Yeah. And for those of you who don't can't really understand that because you might have heard of Douyin. Yeah. Douyin is is more or less the same company. Okay, it's the same yeah, company. Dance, yeah. But it's a different product. I mean, yeah. think about it like you know when you've got um, you buy Ford yeah. in, in like Europe. Yeah. But you you buy a Ford car, but it's not actually a Ford. It's like no. a a Mazda, a Mazda yeah. or a. Yeah. Peugeot or something yeah. with a Ford logo on yeah. it. It's something like that, you yeah. know? So it may be under the same company, but it's a completely different product. 
You see, the TikTok one is basically there. It's much more open than the Chinese one. It's not as censored, but it's also works in a different way um, to the the Chinese version. So they are basically different. Analysts have, have seen that the American version of TikTok, which well, the algorithm, TikTok. yeah, the American version. Oh, okay. I mean TikTok because it's in other countries. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. The Amer- uh, you know, the American one, the American American algorithm for TikTok, con- which is controlled by the Chinese government. Yes, it's I'm not joking. Them, yeah, absolutely. you know, the ByteDance has this, they have the CCB has stake in their company. Yeah, has they've proven or they've at least witnessed that negative content is shown to minors in America, whereas positive content is pushed on China's version of TikTok, Douyin. Yeah, Douyin. Yeah. So, China blocks TikTok. Their own, their because own they website. don't want it to their yeah, own, their own program to corrupt their own youth. They don't want their own program to corrupt their own youth. <laughs> yeah, they want to yeah. censor their own program that yeah. they use to weaponize in other countries. Yeah. If you haven't seen, if you have not seen why everyone should get rid of TikTok slash there should be a forced transfer, mm-hmm. then I don't know how to convince you otherwise. I this mean, yeah. is a is a, a country that wants the downfall of America, and that, I know that sounds like tinfoil hat. This is actually the truth. Yeah. That wants to see the world burn and it wants to be reign supreme in that world. Neo-imperialist, neo-colonialist country that the CCP is running now. Yep. And they want to use apps like this to make sure that they can control the narrative around the world. And if you haven't seen that yet, I don't know how to convince you. Yeah, and I mean, just look at the way they're complaining about America potentially banning uh, TikTok in America. But they ban it themselves. It's insanity. Their own app. Yeah is blocked in their own country because it would corrupt the youth. You know or it bullshit? would be too much freedom of speech or, you know, they couldn't control it or whatever. You know what's bullshit? Where's the questions asking about that? Yeah. You know, like you have a press release, like you have like, uh, you know, Biden's department or whatever goes out there and says a speech and people are like, uh, yeah. excuse me, did you, you know, mention about the refugee children on the board and blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, Hunter we Biden's gonna... laptop or whatever. Something like that, right? Yeah. Here, where is the follow-up questions? Where's... Uh, why do you block TikTok in China and all of the other American and other foreign programs? Yeah, and then complain that it's unfair if they block one thing from you. Yeah, where? Yeah, where are the where's follow-up the, questions? Where's the questions? And more, more importantly, why is no one asking these questions? These very basic questions. And I think it's because they've been fooled. Yeah. I think a lot of people that live in the free world, they don't realize this, and so they read something where, or they see the Chinese government say it's unfair to block our our apps in your country and and they're like yeah you know what that is unfair this is government censorship we should not be this is supposed to be the land of the free we should be allowing people to you know engage in fair trade and stuff bullshit okay they blocked that same app they're complaining about it's nothing to do with free trade no and with what's been going on with tiktok if you don't know by the way um tiktok themselves they tried to hide it but they eventually admitted that uh you know they're uh, managers and so on in Beijing can access the user data of Americans in America on demand, okay? And they've done it in the past. And specifically when they were trying to follow uh, journalists that were currently like, you know, yeah, they wanted to see if any of their members were meeting up with journalists, right? They were, not only that, they were tracking the, in, in the browser function, tracking to uh, keystrokes. Yeah. It's bad, dude. It's super bad. So, I mean, they could use, you know, they were like, oh, we know that these employees might be leaking our data. So in in China, they're like, well, let's go and see these journalists that work for all these big, you know, organizations that are going to report on this. Let's get their IP address so we can get their location information so that we can see if our employees met up with them because they're tracking the employees, obviously. And they're like, oh, they both went to that Starbucks in that place. Now we know who's leaking the data, you know, that kind of thing. They were doing that. Yeah. 
You want a little yeah. icing on the cake? Sure. I made a TikTok. Yeah. I made some uh, some TikTok videos about uh, criticism of the CCP. Very mild ones. Yeah. I was permanently banned. Yep. So if you want to say, oh, it's different. They always, you know, TikTok bite dance. So I said, oh, it's different. Like we use different laws, you know, according to the regulations of each country. Mm-hmm. Go, go F yourself, dude. Like well, absolute I mean, nonsense. They love to jump on the like anti-discrimination yep. laws or something in whichever country to oh, use yeah. it against oh, yeah. people that uh, criticize the CCP. But anyone who criticizes the host country or anything. Yep. No, I that's a, fine. I made a video about how China, the Chinese government is persecuting Uyghurs, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got removed for hate speech. Yeah. I spoke up for the minority that's being persecuted by an evil government in China, and I got removed for hate speech. That's right. Yeah. It's bullshit. It is. So you're censoring on behalf of the Chinese government in America. It, on all fronts, TikTok is effed, dude. Well, I mean, I just say we should just do what the Chinese government does and ban TikTok. Yeah, or force the sale. Yeah, well, same same deal, really. Yeah. yeah. They should take they should take the money. Take the money and run. <laughs> yeah. So, um, why do you have uh, Xi Jinping's win here? Is that because so, no one could talk about it? Yes, it's <laughs> insane. Yeah. So you would think mm-hmm. that you know the Chinese government just going out there and being so blatant. Usually, yeah. there's a couple like votes that say like, "Yeah, we're against it" or whatever. This yeah. is the internal CCP vote, right? Yeah, to, but, to, but it's public. This was in yeah. the two sessions, right? Yeah. So it's like, do we say that Xi Jinping could be the, the leader for a third term, even though yes. it's not supposed yes. to? 2,952 people said yes, zero people said no, and, and zero, zero people, people abstained. were abstained. Yeah. Yeah. They just went all yeah. in. Remember when I said Kim Jong-un? We're mm. in the Kim territory now. Yeah. We're talking 17 shots for an 18-hole golf course. Yep. This is the level of fantasy we're at in China now, mm-hmm. to where no one disagreed. Yep. Or the, the po- there's no power vacuum. It's just Xi Jinping now. It is just Xi Jinping. Get ready for some really bad shit to happen in China in the yeah. next 10 years. Anyway, um, the funny thing about this yep. was that... They didn't even allow people to talk about the results. Yeah. There is a hashtag going around in China that was hashtag 2952. Right. And it was going around because people in China were like, wow, congrats. Like some people were even congratulatory. Wow. You know, there's yeah, no opposition. Amazing. That's great. But a lot of sarcasm. But a lot of people are saying like, wow, what a display of democracy. And I wish. It's so amazing. You know, yeah. stupid America doesn't have things like, you know, such a unified populace like we do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, like kind of sarcastic remarks. And it was going viral. People were yeah. saying hashtag 2952 and they wiped it. You couldn't even talk about the no, two you, sessions you results. You couldn't talk about his him being elected anymore. <laughs> Because too many people were taking the piss out of it. So they had to censor that. It's insane. It also shows you what bullshit, because if your average person could vote in China, they wouldn't all be voting for him. Yikes. And this isn't even a vote. This is internal CCP. This is not a vote. It's literally not. Anyway, that was hilarious. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. Love to see it. It's a dual purpose. They're dual purpose thing again. Once again, it's like, oh, we're going to do this because then we can... Put him back in power, but yeah, and, the, and at the same time pretend there's some some modicum of uh, democracy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's know? the idea is that they call it whole process democracy, but people can't even talk about the results of the internal thing. Yeah, yeah, I know, isn't it ridiculous? <laughs> oh, I love this uh, meme; it's kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah, it's so very apt. you got uh, you know a sort of communist dude over there saying we're banning Google, Facebook, WhatsApp, Twitter, haha, and, and you know the rest of the world's okay. The rest of the world says, we're banning TikTok. You cannot do that. That's racist, xenophobe, anti-Asian, U.S. imperialism. You're just jealous of us. And that is actually a very accurate look at the discourse surrounding this. So accurate. How is it like anti-Asian or racist to to want to ban, you know, a program, an app, an app that really is bad, you know? It's insane. I saw some debate about this on some... Mm -hmm. 
really big uh, news networks in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the the pro CCP stance was so hypocritical and stupid. Yeah, it's just so wrong. I mean, when you break it down to something as simple as this meme, it really does just show you yeah. how ridiculous this whole thing is. Yeah, I mean, if TikTok wasn't a danger to national security, it wouldn't be a problem. You no. know what I mean? No, of course not. Anyway, so uh, did you? Do you have anything else in our little pack over here? Or Big is that that? Today. Oh yes, of course we have oh, to. Oh, this talk is your about segment, Miles Guar. Okay. By the way, we each. Uh, we, like I'll throw together the media pack or whatever, but we each have segments that we make. Yeah. And I want people to know there's different styles and flares. It's not completely, you know, we, we do yeah. certain things. So I think most people probably know who uh, Miles Gore, Gwawin Gwei, Miles Kwok, he's got a bunch of names that he calls himself, um, who he is, right? And I'll give you a little bit of a background. He is actually uh, a corrupt billionaire from China, real estate tycoon. Okay, and uh, let me just make sure I get these charges right. So in 2014, he fled to America because he found out that um, he was accused of corruption by the Chinese authorities, and he learned that he was going to be arrested under the allegations of bribery, kidnapping, money laundering, fraud, and rape. Okay, that's quite a lot of uh, charges. But again, coming from the CCP, yeah. how much of that do you believe, right? Exactly. So that, that was the idea. Now, the thing is, he, he was, and well, I don't know, it is, but he was a CCP member. Yep. That's, that's the thing. He, st- he was a public servant, and then he became this uh, real estate tycoon, billionaire in yep. China. And so he was like the 73rd most rich person in China or something. So, you know, we're talking a lot of money here. And come on, we all know that if you're going to be earning a lot of money and you're a government official and so on in China, there's definitely bribery and all that crap's involved. That's just how it works. Okay. So we can say that there were legitimate charges against him. Yeah. But you could legitimately charge anyone in the CCP with those things. So, you know, again, it's dual purpose. It's this whole thing where, you know, anyway, so the guy flees to the USA and he applies for asylum. Okay. And of course, this is what's going to happen when you've got a con man and he is a con man. Um, when you've got a con man like that, he needs to save his own skin. And the best way for him to save his own skin is to come to America, claim asylum, and then at the same time be like, listen, I need protection here. So I'm yeah. going to give you secrets about the CCP. I'm going to show you the corruption of the CCP. I'm going to reveal things about the CCP, which he did. Yeah. And uh, he revealed a bunch of internal information about the, the Communist Party of China. And then he kind of got a name for himself for being this sort of anti-CCP um zealot really because obviously that's what he has to do to solidify his place you know solidify his asylum and to get all of his support so there's a lot of truth in what he said and there's also a lot of fabrication of falsehoods too yeah but that's not the reason we're talking about this is he's just recently been arrested for uh, a billion dollar fraud (laughs) okay where he's defrauded people here in america and well around the, the globe really I guess the, some of the stuff he was being accused of in China. Was. Well, I mean, look, if you're a con man and you make your money through tricking people yeah. and bribery and all this bullshit, that's that's what you know, right? Grifter's going to grift. Grifter's going to grift. So he came to know his one true love when he moved to America, though. So, yeah, we all know that he got 
<laughs> he got together with. We uh, shall fraud together. <laughs> yeah, we shall fraud together. He got together with his um, one true love, Steve Bannon, and oh, they they gosh. put together a little media company. Okay, and uh, he actually hired Steve Bannon for as a consultant and paid him, you know, I think a million dollars for a year and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And whoever knows, they lots of money. Sov- what is that? The sovereign state of China or some shit. They put together these different media companies, and the thing is. They took advantage of the, um, the, the need of many people to fight against the CCP, okay? People like ourselves who are against the CCP, we didn't fall for it, okay? We were actually invited more than once to appear on Steve Bannon's show, yeah. okay? And to be involved in this kind of junk. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, we've never expressed our opinion about this whole Miles Squad thing from mm-hmm. the beginning because... To bring attention to this, what we thought was grift from the yeah, beginning. Yeah, from the beginning, yes. Yeah. Is actually detrimental because if you push people towards that direction, people are like, you know what? They have a point. You yeah. know what I mean? We've had bad vibes about this from day one. Yeah. From day one internally, me and you. Yeah. No, I mean, if you're going to call your show War Room. Oh, we're not just, that's what I meant about Miles yeah, Gore as yeah, well. Yeah, Miles Gore and all that. You just, I'm just, out, bro. just rather <laughs> I'm not, out. you know, may as well go on InfoWars at that point. You know what I mean? War Room, InfoWars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. War. Yeah, exactly. War Voice. Yeah, it could be anything like that. So, I mean, <laughs> New federal uh, state of China, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. So, um, unfortunately, he get, he he gar- garnered a lot of support from, yeah. from people who are against the CCP, and he took advantage of them, especially Chinese diaspora. It's actually a perfect victim story. Think about it. Yeah. You're like, you're in the CCP. Yeah. They victimize you, and they yeah. make you like an example of, we're going to go after you and take all this ill-gotten gain, slash, maybe even hit you with charges you, you don't deserve, right? Yeah. Then you you get this asylum story. Yeah, look at me. And I'm like, I hate the CCP. I'm reformed. I changed. Yeah. I'm going to make this new China yeah. and it's going to be better. It's going to be free, right? Yeah. But then I got wicked sus. Yeah, I mean. They, what was he doing? Well, they started all sorts of conspiracies about how COVID, came, yeah. where COVID came from. They also bought that, um, that, so, that, that the scientist, you know. From yeah, that's, that's another Kong. thing. I was more talking about Tang like, Biao. Oh yeah, Tang Biao. So anyway, Tang Biao is a the dissident, and this is where things kind of went a bit awry. There are some dissidents living in America, like legitimate human rights lawyers. And yeah, let me stuff. clear this up real quick. Remember, yeah. his whole thing was pro-China human rights, anti-CCP. That was his masquerade, right? Yeah, which is yeah. a it's a very valiant thing, sure, right, and something I could get behind, right. Um, we saw some missteps yeah, along. Unfortunately, the way. like actual dissidents that were living in the states and in Canada and, and various other countries. He started to target them yeah, because they were like anti CCP. Yeah, they were speaking out against him. Yeah. And so what he would do is he'd target them and get his followers, of which he had many, 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 to go and pick it outside their houses and uh, intimidate them and do things like that, which really goes against his message. Yeah. Because if you're talking about like a human rights lawyer like Tung Biao, um, who had been arrested in China and who was very much against the CCP and you know was actual human rights guy, if he's targeting people like that and he didn't deny that he sent the people out to do it. And he got people to pick it outside his house for like weeks and, you know, scream and shout at him and intimidate him and things like that. He's just... He went after his anti-CCP dissident. Yeah, it's just, it's mixed signals, right? It's, it's like, weird. What are you doing, bro? So anyway, look, the, the be-all and the end-all of this whole thing is that he set up a, a company and he offered shares in the company, but the company wasn't listed. So what he would do is he got people to invest in this company right. that wasn't a real it's vaporware. Right. Speaking of vaporware, he also set up like the Tibetan the Himalayan exchange cryptocurrency thing. He set up his own coin 
which is also just a bunch Shit of bullshit. Coin. Yeah, it just had nothing. Like, again, it's just like, hey, I've got a coin. Yeah. Invest in it without, like, actually having anything of any value to give to people. And he also opened up some kind of, like, G Club, it was called. It's like an exclusive club that you could join for a very high rate. And then he would introduce you to, you know, people of influence and so on. But it turns out he didn't really do any of that stuff. He just took membership money. So this is the crux of it all is that there the guy has done a lot of fraudulent things a billion dollars to steal a lot of people's money and living at large bought a massive mansion fifty thousand square meter mansion in in new york square foot yeah yeah Yeah. for square foot whatever yeah same thing except smaller three Um, times smaller yeah exactly three (laughs) times huge fifty thousand square foot (laughs) yeah what the and he had the what the three point five million dollar Ferrari yeah and he bought a what a, a Bugatti as well Bugatti. like a four point four million dollar Bugatti yeah. all this excessive nonsense that you would expect from like a corrupt what, what was the yacht thing oh yeah thirty seven million dollar yacht yeah, or something, something like he that. pays two point two million in in like maintenance, maintenance. yeah it's, a, it's just stupid stuff you can read it we've got the Department of Justice link yeah, it's in the below it's the best out of out of all the articles yeah go I like the, the mobile blow yeah go to the source. But basically what we're saying is you got a grifter, you've got a scum, like a scum con man, and he gets out, he runs away from one problem and he starts the same thing in another country. And, you know, that's, this is why in the beginning, um, I, honestly, when I first heard about the guy, I was very interested in him because I could understand that he was a scumbag, like, and that he was running away from real charges. It was pretty obvious. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. He's running away from being, you know, corrupt and bribery and stuff. But sometimes, as I learned, a, a policeman in South Africa once told me, sometimes you need a dark, you need light angel, uh, sorry, light devils to catch dark devils. In other words, you need to be a devil to catch a devil. Right. 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 You know what I mean? Like an evil. Yeah. An angel. Good, yeah. An angel can't catch a devil because right. they don't think the same way. That makes sense. So yeah. his his whole thing is like police officers have to be scumbags in order to catch worse scumbags. Right. Right. If that right. makes sense, that was the analogy that he told me. Right. Um, and so this is what I was thinking about him. He is a corrupt piece of shit, but he knows all about the corruption of the CCP and all that. So it's good to have someone like that to go after that type of thing. Sure. You know what I mean? But it was, but I mean, it, turns out... Turns out he's just a corrupt grift. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's yeah. pretty much the update on Guo Wenguei. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll, busted. We'll, see, we'll see where that goes, but it's... You know what I would do if I was trying to run away from the CCP is not go scam Americans for a billion dollars? Probably yeah. not a good idea. So... We also can't, cannot forget that his partner in crime is this dude. Yu, William... Eugene uh, Ming. Yeah, Eugene Ming, which I guess... His uh, Wei Giles name is King Ming Jie. Yeah. William Jie. How do you Jie? It's I definitely Jie. I mean, I know the Chinese. Yeah, I don't know yeah, his me too. Of yeah, his... anyway, he's uh, the other guy who's currently being indicted, um, you know, along with Guo. Mm. So just so you guys know the deal with that. Guess what? Mm. Don't commit crime. <laughs> Simple. Yeah, don't, don't be a criminal. Don't be fraudulent. I mean, like if you, a lot of the ideas that he had, like let's set something up, like to go against the CTP or whatever. That's great, but do it properly. Yes. Actually, register a company. It was. I, am I wrong? Right. But like, as I was reading the DOJ report, the mm-hmm. FBI recovered six hundred fifty million dollars of yeah, the. Yeah, they assets. froze froze a bunch of bank okay, accounts. Okay, so at least stuff. some people are be getting their money yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. at least. But a that's billion still, dollars of fraud. Yeah, it's pretty wild. What a surprise. Yeah. Yeah, what do you know? Well, corrupt Beijing, you know, corrupt uh, Chinese official. Have fun in jail. Escapes to America and turns out to just be a corrupt businessman. Have fun in jail. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll see how it all goes. It'll be yeah. interesting to follow. Well, he's been arrested, so. Yeah, I know. 
But, you know, maybe they'll let him off on a technicality and then he'll sue us. For what? Reporting a DOJ report? Yeah, they, they, they'll, <laughs> liquidate, so. they'll liquidate our, like, our microphones and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. They'll be able to get like $700 out of all of our yeah. equipment and be like, yes. Uh, they, they read a public ava- publicly available <laughs> DOJ report. Exactly. Anyway, guys, uh, it's time for the Q&A, all right? This is uh, Yamcha, where we get to answer your questions and you question our answers. Let's chill, guys. It is uh, St. Patrick's Day after all, right? Is yes. that today or tomorrow? It's today. That's oh, it's why today. we're drinking right. green beer. Yeah, I, I'm. By the way, St. Patrick's Day is also huge in South Africa. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think just anywhere really where people like to drink because it's like the biggest excuse for drinking. It I don't is. think it has any other purpose. I really don't. It's for Irish people. No, but I mean, Their sure, whatever. Saying. Like, I get that part. Yeah. But oh, you mean outside of? Uh, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. Like, why else do you celebrate St. Patrick's Day? I'm gonna assume most people just want to drink. Yeah, it's it. Yeah. I mean, what's with all the like? gaudy like green beads and the the dye and the beer and stuff it's just about drinking people aren't being like oh let's bring this fluffy hat and beads and stuff and then go walk sober around the place oh look at the flowers lovely it's a wee little leprechaun over there i'm just waiting (laughs) i'm just waiting for the ireland slander to come out because you have a very bad track record with that no i don't nothing irish people are just chomping at the bit to get their hands Mm. on you no no i love irish people yeah Keep saying stuff about them, man. <laughs> what do they well, like to do? <laughs> eat potatoes, drink beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but there's nothing wrong with that. I I eat no. potatoes and beer. I drink beer though. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but yeah, I do. I do think that St. Patrick's Day is literally only about drinking. Okay, I do. I mean, and unless that's, and that's you. That's your. You opinion. know, like the parades and stuff. Well, what are you gonna do? Like, go, if you really like care about the saint, go pray in the church about him or something. You know. That's what I you do. You pray about him. Yeah, you like St. Patrick. Pray to that, him. You're like, that guy. St. Patrick, man, he deserves more credit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You pray about you him. Pray to pray about him. Yeah. <laughs> Hope he's exactly. doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> let me explain to you how this works, guys. Uh, this this whole Q and A thing, the Yum Chat, stays up for the weekend. On Monday, we cut it out of the show. So if you're not here with us live, or if you're not watching on the weekend, we bid you adieu. Um, we'll catch you on the next one. Stay awesome. Yes. Um, but for all the rest of you, let's get stuck into it. What do we got? Let's do it. All right. Uh, David Lopan, thank you very much for the China Show membership gifts. Um, you guys can become a member. You get like a cool badge next to your name, and you also get a free super chat yeah. a month. Mm. Um, and you get a priority. We can see who you are as a member. So that's cool. Yeah. Koala 1203, this Yum Cha segment of the China Show is brought to you by... Cho's Shandong Noodle Restaurant. Our palates don't lie. Our restaurant has the best tasting noodles in Taipei. Time to eat at our own restaurant. I have no idea <laughs> yeah. what that joke is, but I could go for some Taipei noodles. Remember that time I took the the truck, you know, when we were doing Worthless Whips, I took the truck in for a smog, and it had like like rat shit all... Remember I cleaned out all the rat shit? It was like it had chewed wires and rat poop and all mm-hmm. that stuff, and it was yeah. disgusting. And so... Um, I took it in for the smog. After I cleaned it all up, and I was just explaining to the technician, this really old guy there, um, I was explaining to him, hey, you know, this rat's chudles. And so he came up to me. He's a very awkward dude. He's a big, gangly, you know, dude. And he walked up to me, and he, like, came real close. He said, Irish Spring. I was like, what the f- did he just tell me? Because I didn't even know what that was. You yeah. didn't know it was so. No, because we don't get that anywhere. Oh, I was, right. it makes I was sense, like, yeah. what the, What is this old man on about? Like, I was like, like he's Steve Bannon up like that close? Yeah, yeah. But I honestly thought he was like, you know, he came up real close as if he was going to scold me or something. He's like, 
Irish Spring. And then he just gave me a nod. And I was like, okay. Anyway, turns out, because I tried to look it up, but uh, people, there's like an urban legend that if you put Irish Spring soap in your engine bay, then the rats won't That's chew the wire. Bullshit. Well, I mean, anyway. Peppermint works. Yeah. But, yeah. but at the same time, I was like, what is going on? Anyway, St. Patrick's Day just reminded me of that. <laughs> I knew it would go ahead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Along, so. anyway, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. <clears throat> George has it says, I normally always love to listen to everything you have to say about China, but when you what you told us tonight is all fake news. All I heard was, hong, hong, hong. If you were there on Monday, you will know how freaking absurd and amazing that clip was. Yeah. It was worth the ride. Yeah, it's absolutely worth I it. I think I watched it like 50 times now. I know. It's like boring our audience because like, hey, look, let's watch Parliament. Yeah, but it's such <laughs> it's so necessary to set it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To watch it unravel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's David actually Le- a follow-up to that to be, you know. Yeah. There is a follow-up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, David LePan says, I love the Honorable Magician from South Africa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the Honorable Magician should be yeah. a China show lore like, yeah the problem is it's shaban ho lore so no, we hope you guys go over there to see it yeah. yeah we'll probably bring we're gonna have to bring him over to the main show i'd say we gotta might have a lot to be a soundbite yeah but we'll it's got to be incentive for people yeah right yes yeah. yeah, so maybe we'll make it a soundbite and you guys will be just like, wanting so it? badly to know what this is because yeah. even if you find it on youtube you need winston's explanation <laughs> yeah, exactly. he's south african mm-hmm. uh guitarable 15 says i'm a social studies teacher and i'm trying to get a certificate to teach chinese but my professor says there's not many jobs for that as opposed to five years ago why do you think that is that's because china's fallen out of favor the idea was oh you know china chinese will be the world's second language all this kind of stuff it's not true at all there yeah there's another thing you should always consider though is that if you're going to be a teacher of a language if you're not a native speaker of that language it's you're going to be less popular yeah i mean we had spanish teachers growing up that were not native speakers i get that but i mean um, think yeah. about it like you want to if you're going to learn Chinese, you send your child to learn mm. Chinese, would you rather they go learn it from a Chinese person or from a white dude who studied it? Yeah. And I mean, I'm saying it's the same in China. Yeah. That, like you get, and this really frustrated me, you get Chinese people whose English is immaculate. Yeah, in fact, like you even flawless. get like like ethnically Chinese people, but they're just American yeah. or Australian yeah. or something, and they go to China. But because they don't look white and because they don't look like a native English speaker, um, you know, the they don't get the jobs. Yeah. yeah. So th- there's also that to take into consideration. Yeah, but you're saying the lang- focusing on language skill. A native yes. speaker would obviously be better, yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's no demand. I mean, there's just going to be so much less demand now. It's what, who know, Who's looking at China as the future right now? Yeah. I don't think anyone. You know, everything's moving out of China and their economy is tanking and they're becoming like, let's be honest, kind of like Hitler's Germany vibes these days. Yeah. Uh, honestly, though, if you're <laughs> very interested in the language, it is a beautiful language. Oh, it's for something, sure. If it's something that you personally want to learn, um, it's not going to go to waste because, you know, you can always go to Taiwan. Uh, they speak Mandarin. Yeah. No, and I don't think you it's can, not worth learning. You can work for this, the Department of Justice or the State Department <laughs> yeah, because there's sure. going to be a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, there's the, probably, demand is gonna, probably a big yeah, demand from that. There's going to be demand for interpreters and stuff. You in could have interpreted for Miles Squaw. Yeah, you could yeah. have. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, how did he, did he... Did he speak English? I uh, always... Because I whenever I saw his videos pop up, people would send me his videos, right? And they would always be in Chinese even yeah. when he was in the US. Yeah. I was just wondering, how was he ch- chatting with Steve Bannon during those interactions where they got really close? <laughs> I don't know, actually. I'm, I'm sure he must have learned some so? English. Okay. But he'd always have a translator. Gotcha. Mm. Breadcon1 says, Guinness isn't a beer, it's a damn breakfast. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, my little dig at Guinness, um, you know, I'm just really taking the piss, but it really does taste bad, though. <laughs> so you're not taking the piss. <laughs> no, you know, you know, you know why? It's because you know when you grow up. Um, I, I'm not sure about here, but in South Africa, like all pubs that you get into are Irish pubs. Okay, Same. we just. But I mean, obviously, yeah. you you get. I guess you get bars and clubs and all that kind of thing, but like a pub pub that you would expect yeah, where you go and you pub. eat food and stuff. It's always yeah. an Irish pub. And Every, you always all, see, everywhere around the world. Yeah. It's always like Guinness ads everywhere and Guinness this, Guinness that. And like, it's the cool thing to drink. And everybody's always like, hey man, I want to, I, I could really do with a Guinness right now and yeah. all that kind of nonsense. And you get caught up in that and you're like, yeah, Guinness is great. Guinness is amazing. But at the end of the day, you're just drinking it and you're, you're saying it's good, but it's not actually good. You know what it's like? It's like bitter cereal milk. Yeah, but you know it's what, not carbonated. But you know what's semi similar to Guinness that's actually quite nice is Kilkenny. Yeah, Kilkenny's pretty good. It's got that very creamy head on it. Yeah. And so when you drink it, it doesn't taste as bad. It's so filling though. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying, better, like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with Guinness. It's actually it, it has its place in the world, but I'm not gonna sit here and pretend as if it tastes amazing. I think it kind of tastes like when you accidentally <laughs> put your cigarette butt in a beer. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but yeah. <laughs> not that bad, but like it's got those vibes, I'll, the burnt vibes. Although I'll put it to you this way, I'd probably rather have a Guinness than an IPA. Uh, definitely not for me. I know, I know. Yeah. You're, you're, you're different. But anyway, just saying, like, Guinness isn't all that. I, it's got I, a reputation, you know? For once, I'm going to agree with you on this. Yeah. It's yeah. not that good. It's not all that. It's just uh, like, it's not it's as okay. good as they make it out to be. Yeah. Even yeah. in coffee. <laughs> Even in coffee. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Philippe, Philip C. says, I'll catch up after work, but how about a Zola Hassan? Hassan! <laughs> oh, that's so embarrassing. Yeah. Zola they don't have to do that anymore. No. Much. Lecker says, I asked chat GPT if anyone likes Xi Jinping and the AI kept uh, kept equivocated as usual without giving straight answers, but it did mention Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, people were, there's this whole conspiracy on our subreddit about how they couldn't get chat GPT to say bad things about Xi Jinping. You can't do that about any political leader. It's like yeah. what they do. They're like, no, yeah. we're going to talk about politics. Hey, as long as it's, an, I, I, can, I can stand by that as long as they, you know, it's across the board because very often you'll get a situation where they can make fun of free world leaders, but not... Yeah, but it's not like that. Yeah. No. I know what you mean, though. I would agree with you if that was the case. Yeah. I I mean, like, remember that AI generating uh, image thing? That's bullshit. Where they were like, you can make Trump or Biden, like, look like a ridiculous clown or whatever, but they wouldn't allow you to do that to Xi Jinping. Like, that's just nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you gents like whiskey? I'm sipping Oban 14 from David Lopin. You're You're the whiskey guy. A scotch guy, yeah. Not so much anymore, but yeah. Scotch is be, whiskey. Yeah, scotch. Scotch whiskey. I like. Yeah. I don't like whiskey. I like scotch. Yeah, like scotch whiskey. Yeah. What's the difference? Scotch is from Scotland. It's got peat. It's not like, uh, it's not, like made, it's moss. only made of barley. Yeah, it's only made of barley. I thought you said it's got peat. Yeah, peat. Peat is like an addition, like it's smoked. Oh, but you said it's only made of barley. Yeah, it's not other grains. It's not made of corn and stuff. Oh, okay. Other whiskey's made of corn and mash. And... I thought you like, it's got peat, but it's only made of barley. No, no, no. The, the grain So in other words, where the peat go? I, I get it, yeah. though. I get what they you're saying. They don't ferment peat. No, of yeah. course not. You know what I'm talking about. The sure. grain that you use yeah. is, is only barley. Okay, interesting. Um, Chad Malphite. Love your show. It's great. Oh, yeah. we got to bring that great. in. Can you guys guess which soundbite won? No. You're not yeah. allowed to. No, I guess yeah. yeah. You can't. You you can guess, but you can't give the answer. Yeah. If you want to know the answer, you have to go and check out Shaban Ho. Yeah. You definitely go to sh- sign up for Shaban Ho. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you go to patreoncom slash ADV podcast. That's it's right. You go right here. Chat, oh, it is. Is it? Not. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
Should probably change that graphic. We look too thin there. It depresses me. And young. young <laughs> we're younger and beautiful there, really. What, like this? Younger and beautiful. I always feel like our... <laughs> Why is <laughs> I don't know. William Jazz yeah. is going to come sue you. Dude. Yeah, he is. William Jazz, yeah. skydiving Nick Jazz. <laughs> no, I don't feel that bad after he popped up, to be honest. Okay, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. Chad Malphite says, lo- he said, love your show, it's great. Do not Thank read you. it out. Oh, sorry. Oops. Do not read what out? Sorry, Chad, I didn't mean to... I, you should have put do not read it out in the beginning of your thing. Yes. Whoops. Um, we didn't read it. We didn't read his please, message. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, <laughs> we'll keep that in mind, my friend. Thank yep. you. Tommy Keo 7 the guitar guy reminds me of the scene on Animal House when John Belushi grabs a guitar from the guy playing some awful song and smashes it and then says, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ross Phillips yeah. says the moon is sung by Blob Dylan. <laughs> Blob yeah, Dylan. Johnny No Cash, Blob Johnny Dylan. No Cash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Panda Bear Napalm says, been watching and wanted mm-hmm. to support for a while now. It's a little overdue and well-earned. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. Generous. We appreciate that. Thank you. Ape of Naples says, holy might be Bogdan. Google translated. Oh, his name might be Bogdan and he translated it. My name is a holy. You know, yeah. he probably had some Slav name. Yeah. And then they put it in Baidu Translate and they're like, his name's a holy. Yeah, it could have been. Oh, you might have figured that out. Yeah, I guess good Bogdan job. means holy. Yeah. And that's a name. Yeah, it's very possible, huh? I knew this editor, this video editor back in the day. Mm-hmm. I was looking to get some graphics or something. Oh, I remember, yeah. And uh, he had the best resume. Yeah. But I just couldn't get over his name. Mm-hmm. So I just kept putting him on the back burner. Finally, I was like, fine, I'll hire him. He's got the best work, right? Yeah. I'm not very good at like art, right? Mm-hmm. So he was making some like intro graphics or something. Uh, and his name is Seaman. Yeah, I remember that. But it it wasn't like S E A M E N. It was proper semen. Okay. Like jizz. Sure. S E M E N. Apparently, yeah. it's a massively popular name in Eastern Europe. Maybe it's pronounced differently. No, it's. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh well. It's semen, dude. It's, guess it's, that. it's kind of like Simon, I guess. But, yeah, 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 yeah. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Maybe it's pronounced differently, like that. I really think it's very possibly pronounced differently. You don't go to the Simon Bank. <laughs> No, you don't. Yeah. Semen name pronunciation. I'm, yeah, I'm dick- Okay, all right. It's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, it is. I'm chilling out today. So you chill out. Yep, it's semen. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So. Well, I take it back then. Well. Yeah. Anyway, let's continue. Yeah. What's the next one? Um, yes. Uh, <clears throat> Lecker says, this fake American took Ramstein's song America to the next level. I guess <laughs> yeah. we're all living in America after all. It's true. Turd Ferguson says, I wonder if they have seesaws on the moon. Oh, we don't have the moon. We had to take... We, we'll oh, bring yeah, it back. Yeah. I'm, I'll bring it back. It was just for today. I took it took it away. Yeah, sorry. I'll give you something else. I'll give you a... Uh... Wow, so good. <laughs> Why this guy's getting a lot of press? He certainly is. He's getting a lot of press. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, AI Hollywood, my new working theory is that this propaganda is for Chinese expats. It's just too ham-handed to work on native English speakers. Thoughts? No, it's they think it'll work on you. They And they probably don't know that it's not correct. There's, there's no budget for trying to get ch- like expats to like pay attention to that stuff. That's it's it's for you. Yeah. As even, a, you know, as a as a I should say a first world English speaker. That's what they're trying to target. If you take a look at all of those fluff pieces, it's all the same. In fact, it, it all has the same script, basically. Yep. Like, oh, look, it's such yep. a young and vibrant city. Yeah. Look at the infrastructure. Oh, it's so amazing, so much culture, that kind of thing. Uh, and they just follow random people around. They've got people of different nationalities. They've got other actual real Americans, too. Yeah, yeah, they did. And uh, they just 
yeah, oh, look, he's having so much fun. He's so good. And they put it out there as like a advert. And, you know, it's been very interesting to me that, what was it, only last week they finally opened up normal tourist visas again to China. But they've been doing these fluff-like travel pieces for years now, yeah. throughout the entire pandemic. They look, come to Chongqing. Isn't it amazing? It's got the best this and that. Dude, no one can go there. What yeah. are you doing this for? Yeah. It's just for optics. It's just for people to think that China is great and, you know, forward thinking and amazing yeah. with great everything, you know? You know, it's also like a huge slap in the face. They're trying to do this whole we are friends with Russia thing. We love our Eastern Europe, like Slav Brotherhood, yeah. China forever, you know, cue that that gay propaganda. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Day. Back in the day. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, so funny. It's great stuff. <laughs> yeah, I love anyway, it. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. the biggest slap in the face, I think, for the Slavs yeah. is that they can't even let them be themselves in the propaganda. They'd rather have an American that they hate so very much. I know, isn't it be- weird? You know why? Because China looks down on Slavic people. They do. They think that they, they think Slavic people are poor and un- undeveloped. Yeah, they do. That's it's literally what, what you hear around there. If you talk to people... In normal society, they're like, oh, Russia, that's not like a first world country. That's like, they're kind of poor and backwards. Yeah. And that's the stereotype that goes around. That's why you had Holy turn into an American. Yeah, because it gives him clout. Yep. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, We should dig up that propaganda, by the way. It's hilarious. You should see it. You know, the ones where they've got the... the gay ones. Yeah, it looks like... um, And they made a story in China. It's like really funny funny. because they have all these like, let's cooperate together. And they have that typical Soviet artwork where these like really strong looking men standing there with their like hammer and sickle or whatever. But then they've got like a blonde guy and a Chinese guy. guy, They're like arm in arm, like eating fruit and things like like that. But it looks looks ridiculous. (laughs) It's It's so, so, yeah. So the Chinese people are making a lot of fun They're like, wow, we're so, we are so progressive. So progressive. Yeah, it's amazing. (laughs) And there's ones that like, they're like like basically hugging each other, Chinese yeah, yeah, guys, yeah. and they have like two little boys down there. Yes. Like, wow, a gay couple adopted. <laughs> exactly. It's it it's was like quite 50, a funny 60s thing. Sixties propaganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, you know that whole funny. that whole era of Soviet China. We'll have to show that. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. Should we do that next? So yeah, let's bring it up. Okay. Gay Soviet China propaganda. Yeah. Yeah, there was a whole meme thing going around. And then they, of course they blocked it. They banned China. it, of course, because they're completely against that in China. Yeah, they hate gay yeah, stuff yeah. in China. Yep. Uh longtime lurker, first time donor, had a bad divorce this year. I was listening to you every Friday evening while painting Warhammer. It's helped me a lot. Thank you very much, Time Doll at nineteen eighty seven. Hey I'm man. Sorry I had to go through yeah, that. Yeah, that sucks a lot. That really does. But you know what? Just stick it through. I'm sure you are. You'll get through it. That's how it is. Um Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Ape of Naples says, What does this have to do with the price of Coffee in China? I'm not sure. Uh, Dylan Vienna says, Holy is like the nerdy kid from Polar Express. <laughs> you know that kid? Did you no, I didn't. Polar no, Express? no. No, I didn't. You're just, just looking at him, you'll know. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Looks very similar. Update from uh, Dylan says, Update from Tunisia. Uh, mm. Totally amazing place. Unfortunately, it's not part of the United States of Africa under Gaddafi. Thanks, <laughs> Hillary. <laughs> Uh, oh man, a joke from last yeah. time. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. I was talking to Dylan the other day. Tunisia has slept on, dude. Underrated. Mm. I would love to go see the Star Wars stuff too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Amy Lai, thank you for your hard work. You're very hey, welcome, it's a pleasure. Amy Lai. Uh, Chef eleven ninety, thank you very much. Filipino white boy says, when people complain about censorship in the West, or at least when I do, I use China as the end result of what could happen here if we aren't careful. Yeah. It's not necessarily about comparing the two. Yeah, that's that's the that's a good way to do that's it. a good way to do it. Yeah. A. Watson said, I'm celebrating St. Patrick's by giving this video a thumbs up. Well, thank you so much. Thumbs up to you, too. Dylan says, Gaddafi used to have a a phalanx of 
uh, female bodyguards too, and tankies would praise him as progressive, but that guy was literally a rapist. Yeah, absolutely. It's we have this deep, deep theory mm-hmm. about tankies, but I actually think that people that worship Gaddafi, which they're now doing right now, yeah, saying that he was like a great leader and stuff, and then ignore his entire thing is because they want those bad attributes. Yeah, that's that's they what they're after. Yeah, they want the dungeons. Yeah, they do. They want the crime. I think you notice a lot of people that are attracted to this authoritarianism stuff. I think actually that's their end goal. They're mad sus. They're very suspect, yeah. Mm. Ohms, thank you very much. John Du, China is the world leader in AI artificial innovation. (laughs) Oh, yes. Actually, that's brilliant. Write that down. Yeah. Got to write that down, dude. All right, all right. Seriously. We're we're using that in the future. Artificial innovation. It's brilliant. (laughs) Uh, Fenris says, random guy farts in she's direction from a mile away. She, did you see that guy? Exactly, you don't. Okay. He disappeared, maybe? Oh, Mm. he disappeared. Yeah. Uh, Kearney P says, here in Estonia, we are so tied up in another terror regime next door that we regrettably have little understanding about China until I found your two's channel about a half a year ago. Cheers. Thank you very much. And shout out to Estonia, one of my favorite countries I've ever been to. Um, You guys got the right, you're on the right path, but I understand you got a big bear on your border that you have to worry about right now. Yeah. Keep in mind, China might take advantage of that situation. Yeah. So, you know, you guys have great internet security. We know a lot of good of Estonia, a lot of good Estonians. In fact, our theme song is from Estonia. Yeah, it is. Um, we we're stands for Estonia. We hope you guys stay on the right path. Yeah, stay awesome. Lecker says to the CCP, the term AI doesn't stand for artificial intelligence. Instead, it stands for awful imposture. Okay. Imposture. Yeah. Alan C. Dan, the, thank you very much. Dan Froggy Dong, bring in the piss. Here it comes. Uh, CCP has also been integral in the supply chain for the Orlan 10 drones, which is a violation of the Global Magnitsky Act and a war crime. Exactly. And yet, we're still sitting here allowing it to happen. Mm -hmm. Don't know what's going on. I wonder why. Black Halo 6. Russian trolls going ham in the chat. I saw that Black Halo 6. He is our Discord mod, by the way. Shout out. You do great work. Thank you. Uh, We love love, uh, Black Halo 6. I will say that the past few episodes we have had the uh, Votnik Kremlin trolls going ape shit in the chat, along with the Wu Mouse, paired paired for life, really, just like in those propaganda posts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's actually very true. <laughs> we should use that as a symbol symbolism. We of should that. have a soundbite. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's do it. Yeah. That's great to show to show our love for their their open mindedness. Yeah. yeah, it is. Isn't it interesting how it's kind of regressing back to that time? It really is. It absolutely it really is. is. It was like the Soviet Union and China versus the West. But they secretly hate each other. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that did. didn't change yet. No. That hasn't changed. But it's this whole like, uh, let's, it's brotherhood against the West type of thing, which is like, wholly just, unnecessary. I like that you mentioned holy. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> unnecessary. You know, no. China's entire economy is built on the West's in, you know, investment. It, it's wholly necessary yeah. because there's two regimes that absolutely need to demonize the rest of the world because they have failed states. Yeah, because they're their own failures. They yes. need to use the outside world as a, as a scapegoat. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. awful. 80s game guy, I haven't been validated as a Lao winner recently. I got rid of Lao winner. I've got cringed out. I was like, I don't <laughs> want to label my audience. I felt gross. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but hey, low winners. What's yeah. up? <laughs> Dylan Vienna says, we used to sanction countries and individuals for breaking sanctions on Iran. So mm. why does China yet again get a free pass to help Russia in this war? Boot China off swift and the Russian war stops now. Bingo! Yeah, I'm so sick and tired of this double standard. I grew up in a country where sanctions were put into place. You know, South Africa, uh, the US and other countries sanctioned South Africa because of apartheid. They wanted yep. to end it. So they're like, well, screw you. Yep. So I had to grow up with like off-brand crap knockoff versions of everything you had when you grew up, right? I know. And the struggle is real, right? I understand. And it did force change. Yeah. It was sanctions is what really led to change. Yeah. And if you're not going to enforce those sanctions, if you're just going to say it and they're not doing anything, then yeah. what's the point? What is the point? What is the point? Uh, you know? Like L6 says, I thought it was supposed to be golden, not golder. Yeah. <laughs> golden yeah. cock. Yeah. It's yeah. Golder cock. Yeah. It's golder. Yeah. 80s game guy. Did you cover the Jordan Peterson tweet on Shaban Ho or was it a bit too much? I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Jordan Peterson tweet on Shaban Ho. Did he talk about Shaban Ho? I don't know what he's talking about. Don't know what Jordan Peterson tweet he's referring to. Mm. Oh, 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 the, the Jizz Factory one. I didn't see you that. You didn't one. see that? No. <laughs> Look at this shit. Yeah. Uh, we should have actually covered that. I totally forgot about that. Uh, it's actually semen related. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I think I know which one you're uh, talking about with the, the CCP. Yeah. Tweets. Oh, this one, yeah. It's this, there's a BDSM porn thing. Yeah. And, and it's like weird people strapped to tables with pumps on their genitalia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, he said, uh, well, yeah, because that was going around as if it was like a, a Chinese like such fun and unbelievable techno nightmare CCPL. We don't share it out. Yeah, it's fake. Yeah, it's fake. But you know what? People get caught up in this fake stuff, like this yeah. whole worms thing in Beijing. Yeah, dude. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's raining worms." It's not. Dude, it's just a normal it's rain. Worms. It's like a it's tree. Like a tree. It's, it's like the pistol of a flower. Yeah, it's like a. It's very common that time of year in in beijing for those things to fall off the trees yeah it's not worms those but trees are in other places yeah too. yeah but i mean it landed on cars and stuff and it looks like worms so there's like a clip of someone filming the cars and say oh worms are raining from the sky everybody's like there are worms raining from the sky in beijing no it's just a bloody flower don't just retweet stuff yes just think about think about your what you're doing especially for a big audience yeah don't maybe don't it's, show porn bdsm porn and say that's a jizz factory from china yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah like we're not here to to uh, for all intents and purposes just to make the ccp look bad we're here to no. report things that are true yeah let's let's always try to err on the side of the truth you know yes yes uh, anyway, Black Hello 6 says, Peter in the chat had a good point. If it's a company, why is the Ministry of Foreign Affairs pushing back against it being banned? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Why? That's, that's it's like the, one of the best points you yeah, can make. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, why would they push back against the spy balloon if it was like a civilian airship? Yes. And why can't they name the company, the yeah. civilian company? Yeah. Because it's just government. Yeah. It, remember it, they've done this so many times yeah. it's just a civilian air balloon so why did you have the state go and say that it was bad to shoot it down yeah and that there'll be repercussions yes. and that, this and that and all that but it wasn't your balloon yeah according to you mm -hmm. it's not your company according yeah. to you the, same with Meng Wanzhou yeah it's like yeah. why is why are you doing hostage she's diplomacy? a sovereign citizen well then why are you doing hostage diplomacy you arrested our friend yeah exactly threw him in jail yeah what are you doing what, what have you done absolute nonsense yeah Snappy452 says, TikTok, that's a little too hong hong for me. <laughs> wow. That's a little too much for me. <laughs> yeah, we got to get that in there, man. Yeah, for sure. It needs to be a sound bite. Yeah, I agree. Uh, tick, sorry, E. Smith said, oh, son of a mother. 
son of my mother. It's me. <laughs> e. Smith yeah. says, CCP state spokesman wouldn't appreciate the irony of, or hypocrisy of their statements if it rolled up to them in a tank and stared them down cannon barrel in Tiananmen Square. Whoa. Okay. That's a little too much for me. Yeah. Little Green Ghoul says, I go. I got out of the hospital in rehab for the Benadryl Steaking. Stop. Dealing with stage two liver failure, but better than ever, feeling fresh and focused. Let's learn, China. Yeah. Some of us don't know English properly. Can and then, uh, Honorable Matisa. can only come and say, Honorable Hong, Matisa. Hong, 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 <laughs> like that Honorable Matisa. Yes. Hong, Hong, Hong. Honorable Matisa. Hong, Hong, Honorable Matisa. That's the only thing Point that she knows. Honest. Honorable Matisa. <laughs> I love how deadpan he is about it. That's the only thing that she knows. such a piece of shit you remember so where he's like hong hong to hell with you yeah he goes to hell with you and the reason i call him a piece of shit here in this context is you didn't get to see the response from a very coherent yes calm woman that speaks perfect english yeah yeah and then he goes on his hong hong rant. yeah it's like some people can't speak english yeah. pr- you know properly but actually she speaks english incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb yeah it's honorable magician is <laughs> I mean, I, I can't help but love him because he's hilarious. Yes. And his home thing is just outlandish. I yeah, love yeah, it. yeah. But he's also such an asshole. Yeah, he really <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's a trip, that video. Yeah. Uh, Sam Windmill here. So another good episode, guys. Finally coming back to America as I type two, after two weeks in England. Mm, oh, excellent. That's awesome. Ted Lasso vibes there. Uh, Dylan Vienna says, 100% vote. CCP has entered uh, Saddam Hussein era Iraq. Yeah, mm. I mean, there's a lot of... Uh, similarities there too. Mister yep. um, Key says the honor- honorable magician says, "Oh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes. you guys are making me lose my voice." Yeah. Uh, Chibi Wee says, "A band of leprechauns are sailing from Dunl- Dublin to put a licking on Winston." <laughs> Sacks of potatoes don't leave bruises. <laughs> True. Yeah. We got a leprechaun somewhere in there. Right? Oh, we certainly do. Where is it here? Wow. Is that me, Gold? What the hell are you? I'm a leprechaun, my dear. <laughs> yeah leprechauns man yeah um lou m says thank you for uh outing the chinese police stations canada is finally getting off their ass to closing them one in toronto one in vancouver happy saint patty's day you too hey you too beijing bikini says have you ever heard of the farting faith healer in south africa i have not no i haven't heard of that jim no. flag says okay when are you guys gonna get on your bikes again with gopros i miss the 80 80 v bike rides we got a special treat for you tomorrow tomorrow we've got a, a bike trip on the bikes on the bikes which not been released yet yeah and, well it will be released tomorrow yeah yeah Augusto Brancho says, Bracho says, the charity shows the failure of capitalism. Commie Twitter, for some reason, referring to Mr. Beast charities. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Brian Smith, can I get a happy birthday for my heroes from a longtime subscriber of your channels? Love you guys. Thank you very much. Happy birthday, Brian. Happy birthday. Hope you have an excellent year. Yes. And an excellent day, year, mm-hmm. life. Yep. Hope your life is good. Yep. Uh, Liam Hogan, thank you very much. Red Dodge, thank you very much. Doc Slothington, old Doc Bathic back again. Mm-hmm. Did you know? That algae naturally grows in wild sloth's fur, and therefore they can never be pinched on St. Patrick's Day. The more you know. Well, you can't pinch a sloth, a wild sloth. You can't pinch a sloth. You know, uh, you know what I think we need to see again one what more time. What the heck? You know how it is. Some of us don't know English properly. Can and then, uh, Honorable Matisa. can only come and say, Honorable hong, 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 like that. Honorable Matisa. Yes. Hong, hong, hong. Honorable Matisa. Hong, hong, hong. <laughs> Honorable Matisa. That's the only thing you know, I got to show it. Honorable Matisa. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Sorry. Oh Just God. the way it is. Yeah. 
I love it. I mm. love it. Uh, Chippy Weesk, we need a, we need an Amber Alert for Dear Wong. No new video. So irritating. Unfortunately, after Winston's video, they uh, I think they put her out to pasture. Yeah, I don't mean possible. death. I no, mean, no, no, they, no. They probably just said your propaganda is not working. Probably don't have her do more assignments for a while. Yeah, when when there's GCP. an embarrassment, they normally just like, okay, that's enough. It's been multiple times. You guys go back in our catalog whenever we call out some stupid campaign that is hurting people that the CCP is doing, like the Uyghurs. They take those propagandists and they go, well, they're done. They put them. Yeah, we've got a new one them. actually coming, a Tibetan one. Oh, yeah. Mm. I wonder if they'll. You know, we actually got them to remove that channel and they reignited the channel and made it Tibet propaganda now. So we'll yeah. see what we can do about that. It's interesting that the all the places that are contentious, you yeah. know, Xinjiang, Tibet, where everybody knows there's all these human rights violations going on. Those are the ones they love to focus on showing, look how amazing it is. Look how happy the people are. Look, they're all dancing in their ethnic clothing. Yep. Interesting. Every time. Yeah. Cat um, Chapella Rescue says, come on, stop making fun of Siemens name. Grow up. Okay, sure. But no, they've... <laughs> oh. oh. Okay, I see it, I see it. Uh, Jack, yeah. and here's a tip for being awesome. Aussie rules. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, a dollar a do, right? <laughs> Is that a couple dollar a do? Yeah, a right? couple of dollar a do. Yeah, nice. Uh, David Townsend, to the moon. Yeah, to the moon. The moon. Uh, Carl M., do Chinese people notice the silencing and disappearing of public figures like Mr. East, or do they realize that they live in an unfree country? Yeah, they notice it for sure, but then you can't talk about it because they'll block all discourse. Dude, and you know, it's incredibly effective. Yeah. When when things can't be talked about anymore, people forget about them. Take anyone, like take any big figure that you can think of right, right now. Let's You spoke about Jordan Peterson earlier. You know Jordan okay. Peterson. Yeah. Just imagine that no one's allowed to mention his name. Yeah. And none of his articles are allowed to be yeah. seen. None of his videos are allowed to be yeah. seen. They all get removed. So they're not allowed on Twitter, not allowed on yeah. YouTube, not allowed anywhere. He's not allowed to put anything out. How long would it take before people forget about the dude? No one can talk. And, and that's the thing. You can't talk about him. So you try to make a blog post or a tweet and you say, Remember what? this guy? Oh, whatever happened to Jordan yeah. Peterson? And your tweet disappears. What? No one's going to know who he is. You can take someone who's incredibly famous, very well known, and within probably a couple of months, nobody will even know he exists anymore. They know that people are going to be like, hey, what the hell happened? There'll be like maybe discourse of people to people, right? Yeah. But they know that you can't talk about it online. It really works. They erase people. Yeah, completely. Yeah. That's why, you know, they can make big celebrities disappear. Yeah. For months, years, forever. Jack Ma, nobody knew where he went. The most famous billionaire who in Who talks China. about Jack Ma now? Yeah. Not only that, Not many. in the height of when he disappeared, yeah. nobody knew where he no was. One where he no was. one could discuss where he was. One of the most high-profile people yeah. in the world. And guess what? People forgot about him. And it was only when he like recently resurfaced in Japan, yeah. of all places, yeah, um, he did, eh? that people started to talk about him again. And internationally, in China, they don't talk about it. You know, you can make very famous people disappear in China. Yeah. Make anyone disappear. It's kind of scary. That's very true. Uh, Koala1203 says congratulations to South Korea and Japan for improving their relationships relations despite uh, previous bad blood yep. props mm. uh, especially with the growing threat from China and that's why people are kind of waking up past their you know initial transgressions to be like well what's the actual threat on the table right now yeah. probably the imperialist power in the, our region yes right. uh, Leo says will you cover the recent China travel advisory updated by the US Department of State uh, update on March 10th, 2023. Do you advise any anti-CCP foreigners or former Chinese citizens to visit China this year? Now, I'm, my, my, my advice would be in line with the state um, warning about mm -hmm. not going to China if you don't have to. The arbitrary detention threat's real. 
Uh, if you do have any sort of public opinion that has gotten big enough, I would not go there. Or if you're an important person. Yeah. I mean, you have to understand that we're at a stage now where things are a little uneasy. Yeah. And we saw what happened with Meng Wanzhou. Yeah. You know, where they just arbitrarily detained random Canadians because they were like, we need, you know, hostage diplomacy. So let's just say you are, I don't know, like an executive for IBM or something or some big shot and you go yeah. to China and there's a conflict or there's some looming issue. Yeah. They might nab you just for that, you know, yep. as bait or as a as a pawn in a system. So from that point of view, yeah, if you're just a normal everyday Joe, it's fine. I'm yep. not going to tell people don't go to China. I don't want to be that guy. Understand the risks, you though. know. But yeah, it is. There are risks involved. You do have to understand that it's not a free country. No. And also remember that um, I know people personally who, for instance, smoked weed like a couple of days to a week before going to China. Weeks. And they went to China and they got nabbed in a raid because they went out to a bar and then they got into trouble, detained and deported because they'd smoked weed before they even went there. So, you know, there are those risks too. Yeah. Just know that China's not a free place. And no. it's it's very nice and you can feel very free while you're there because, you know, for most for most situations, the law isn't enforced. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You can walk around and it looks like it's a chaotic free-for-all. But if you do happen to just be in the wrong place at the yeah. wrong time, you can really suffer. Think about this. This is one of my problems. Mm. What if you're on the street and somebody picks a fight with you because they watch too much bullshit propaganda and they're like, I hate Americans. Yeah, and it can Are happen. you American? You, people escalated that shit with us all the time. Are you yeah. American? You try to back out of it. And you're like, no, you don't want to fight, right? Yeah. What if they start punching you? Guess what? You're going to jail for that. Yeah. You you get punched, you're going to jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it works. It's... it's there are a lot of horror stories. Yep. A lot of good stories too. Yes. But you know, hey, just be careful. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Go, go have an adventure. But hey, you know what? Like, just go to Taiwan. You'll have a great time there. Go to Taiwan. <laughs> just go to Taiwan. You want to see Chinese culture? Go to Taiwan. You want to listen to the language? Try the best Chinese food in the world? Go to Taiwan. You're not going to get in trouble. People will help you out. Mm -hmm. It's going to be great. The state's not going to be after you. You can write and say whatever you want. You world, can go protest in Taipei. You can medical, go join a freaking protest. Yeah. Got world class medical facilities yep. there. Um, it's fantastic. Koala twelve oh three with the last question says, "Can't wait to listen to the metal cover of the moon." Oh uh, yeah, we've got to get like we've got one yeah. official cover. Yeah, yeah, we should have like a, we can have a little bit of a lineup of all of them at some point. We could. Mm. Anyway, guys, happy St. Patrick's Day. We'll see you on Monday uh, oh, for okay. Xiaoban Ho. Yeah, definitely it's be fantastic. We're gonna have an amazing episode uh, there. It's gonna be funny as hell. Um, and also, uh, we'll see you on our videos on our own channels this week. I wanted to let you know, guys, that we put out videos last week in case you missed them. They're both in the description. Yep. Um, definitely open those in a new tab after if you're looking for something to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, yep. guys, uh, especially on St. Patrick's Day. Mm. We know a lot of you have to be out there with your beads and hats and leprechauns and whatnot, yep. you know, having fun with your pots of gold um, yep. and your Irish spring, <laughs> you know, but uh, <laughs> still can't get over. It was so uncomfortable. Irish spring. You know, when there's someone... a, there is something, there's something about that kind of person, like mm. a mechanic or something, that that kind of person that does like yeah. manual labor type stuff. Mm. They, they, they have these weird like inside jokes where they're like, but intense. you know what? Someone gets so close to you that yeah. you can like feel the breath, the, the breath on your skin. It's Bannon very Miles Guava. Yeah. It's yeah. very uncomfortable. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Have fun. Be responsible, guys, or be irresponsible. It's be entirely safe, up yeah. to you. But yeah, we okay. hope that you guys are safe and responsible. Mm -hmm. We can't wait to see you in the next video. And thank you very much again for joining us. Stay awesome. And I'll try.